Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection to making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage, making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're gonna buy I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house it's just that obvious so I'd love to experience that feeling with you so give me a call Adeline Van Dyke Coldwell Banker Faith Properties 315-404-6431 or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline thank you and I look forward to welcoming you home the following program is an exclusive DisruptionNetworks.com production. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. The Hump Day Hoedown edition of EC Radio, live and direct from the snowy city of Utica, New York. Ha <laughs> ha! The Disruption Networks presents EC Radio. What up, everybody? It's your old pal Z. All jacked up on Yerba Mate and ready to go. Ready to give you some audio fornication with my voice. Can you feel that, people? My God, it's sexy, baby. Do you like that? Ew. Yeah, baby. Because that's what we do on the D. We give you audio fornication. Mm. And joining me with audio fornication, old friend. Guys know me since I've been in diapers. <laughs> the man, the king of the white rappers. That's me, baby. My hombre, my cuz, my <laughs> paisano. From Classified. Yeah, baby. Man, give it up for Larry D. Larry Desiato in the What's house up, with me. What's up, What's up, baby? This is where it gets crazy. I'm loving it today. Bam. Big ending. I can't believe it. Yeah, that just got me going. Ooh. Big up to our boy John Liebing for coming up with that one. That's yeah. Liebing on that Johnny, one. Johnny, how's he doing? He's doing good, man. Yeah. He's doing good. I seen something in the paper about him not too long ago, uh, playing with somebody and something that he... He did really well, so you know, hats off to Johnny. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Like Johnny, good boy. He's been around for years. Oh, man, he's one of the best. Beyond talented. <laughs> yeah. Beyond, and still doing it. He recorded that in his in his house for you know, me. You know what? John is one of those. John reminds me of one of those. Um, I think it was, uh, I can't remember the artist, but John plays a, a bunch of instruments. He does. He, he plays everything, and he does, and he plays them well. Yeah. I've always I've always liked that about John. He's one of those guys that could just go and say, "Hey, I don't need a band. I'm going to do this myself, man." And put a project together like that. Good job. Yeah, yeah. And he, I loved it when he was doing the Beatles tribute too. He did the oh. Plastic Soul thing. Oh uh, yeah. With him and Smells and Mark Barnes. Yeah. Great and I, I and I I go back farther when um, uh, Danny Holmes, Mancini, Mancini and Holmes were around, and John and all those guys. They you couldn't beat it. 
Best. Legends. Oh, my God, yeah. Legends. God bless them. Still doing it, though. Yeah. I, I'm glad to see them all still doing it. Yeah, hey, me too. You too, though. I mean, Yeah, you know, um, as long as God gives me my health, uh, I'm going to keep trying to do uh, what I've done all my life is try to make people happy. You know, put smiles on their faces when it calls for it. And then other times, see if I can get a little tear out of them with a slow song or something, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. Hotness over here. Okay. Hotness. Adjusting levels. It's a I hear you. everyday struggle here. It's like doing white noise or like <laughs> shh. Yeah, exactly. Got that. All right. <laughs> exactly. But that's what it's all about too, making people happy, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? It, um it's nice it's nice you, you know when you when you get a crowd up and moving and then when you're done, at the end of the night, you walk by a bunch of people. They say, hey, man, we had a great time. You guys were fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that, that to me, uh, uh, means so much because we've done our job. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's spiritually happening for me when I'm up there because I'm, I don't know. Sometimes I do nutty things up there, I've been told. <laughs> but it doesn't seem that way to me. It just seems like that. I have to do this because this is the way I feel. Like pull your pants down on stage well, or something? Well, <laughs> that, that's been known to happen. I think I did that last New Year's. Did you? Yeah. Um, my, <laughs> my girl bought me a pair of these uh, underwear that are like really shiny and sequency. Uh -huh. And I promised her that I'd, I'd drop them. And I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. So you wanted everybody to see the well, the trousers. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> Chicken joining us. Oh yeah. Hi, buddy. Good to see you. Yeah, a little late start today, huh? Oh, busy day today. Busy day. That's good though. Busy's good. Grind it, baby. I think I did every piece of laundry in my entire house, including <laughs> all my blankets and everything from camp. Wow. Yeah. Just incredibly busy. Yeah. With well, Jim in between. With Jim in between. Yeah. Right on, brother. Well. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, so welcome. Had to fit it all in. So, yeah, a little disheveled. I had to come to work to relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Larry, though, I say, yeah. I say all the time, though, there's nothing like performing live, as you just said, yeah. that you're putting smiles on people's faces. Yeah. But it's better, that feeling, when you're up there in the groove and you're feeling it and the energy's out there and mm -hmm. the crowd's giving it back to you and you're giving it back to the crowd, there is no better feeling in the and, world, better than sex, better than any drug I'm I've ever done. You. yep. Can you it, agree? Yeah, I mean, the normal person wouldn't wouldn't get that. I I think you have to be hip to know what you you just laid out um, the vibe that we're getting off of you, mm -hmm. and you don't understand it that we're we're actually getting a vibe from you, and we're playing a little bit better than we usually, or we're doing things that we never did before because you got us you got us moving, which is really good. A lot of people don't understand that, but the people that do go, you know, they they, they know what's happening, mm -hmm. you know, and that's that's the that's really nice. It's it's a good feeling for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing better than looking on oh. stage, looking at your boys too, and everybody's got yeah. big smiles on their face. It's like I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you for instance, we were up at uh, Turning Stone Casino um, a few months back. All right, so I'm up on stage and I'm singing a song by Tower of Power, um, and I noticed in front of me there was this cat dancing with this nice-looking girl, and he's word-for-word word singing along with me. So to make a long story short, the set ended, and you know me. I get, I'm get i one of the last guys to come off stage. I, I get off stage, and sure enough, this big fella comes up to me and says, Hey, man, he says, uh, I ain't never heard that song sung like that by anybody. 
and I was the one who recorded it. So I looked at him and I said, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I said he looked familiar to me because I had gone to an average white band concert a couple years before that, and he was just starting to sing with them. And um, he goes, "Yeah, man, I I um, I was the lead singer of Tower of Power," and I said. <laughs> You're kidding me. He goes, no, I, re I recorded that, Sold Out. Or not, uh, yes, yeah, Sold Out was the, the song that we did. And, um, I and <laughs> you know, we started talking, and I apologized for, you know, he goes, oh, that's all right, man, don't worry about it. We sat, I said, I'll be right back. So I, I ran back into the back, and I said, Greeley, um, you got to go out there. There's the lead singer from Tower of Power is out there. Um so Greeley runs. <laughs> he runs, he goes. <laughs> and the next thing I know it, he's in the back with us. And um, excuse me, uh, Brent Carter is his name. Um, so Brent said, I've been trying to get a hold of you guys for a while because I heard all about this horn band that does Tower of Power, this and that. And so he says, as a matter of fact, I sent an email to this Greeley guy. <laughs> I go, that'd be him. And uh, Greeley gets his phone. He goes, oh, no, oh, oh it is you. Uh, average white bandit, Brent. says, oh, no, sorry. So he came out to see us. Wow. And, of course, he had to come up, and we had to do the song all over <laughs> so that you can hear Brent sing it. And he came up, and he did two or three songs. So we got, we're friends with Brent now, Brent Carter. Oh, my God, what a magnificent voice. That's really cool. When yeah. was that was New Year's? That was, uh, no, it wasn't New Year's. It was, oh, I don't know how many months ago. Maybe maybe six months ago. That's so cool. Yeah. How he did he hear of you guys? Um, Actually, you know Andy Jordan? Yeah, the, the bass player. The bass player, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Andy Jordan's cousin, um, who lives in Rome, goes out with him. Uh, they're, they're dating. Gotcha. So he's been in the area, and people have, you know, talked about bands and stuff. You've got to hear a band classified, mm -hmm. you know. And so he, he had some time, so he came out and he heard us. And uh, holy, it just ripped me, man. I'm I'm singing in front of the cat that recorded this song, and I'm, you know, he's digging it. You know, he's, you know, man, I never heard that sound like that before. Because in the middle of the tune, I scat where he doesn't. We added that into to some longevity to stretch it out. Yeah. Um, you jam band. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Another ten minutes. Go. <laughs> stretch you know, it out. You ever do that with Blue Bassa? You got to stretch it out. Yeah, we. I think classified as a band in the area that plays Blue Bassa for an hour and a half. <laughs> okay, and now the wedding party's coming in. <laughs> but anyways, you're uh, looking yeah. at each other going. <laughs> one, more <laughs> one more time. One more time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. We got to very cool. Got to meet him and all of that stuff too. It yeah. must have just. Totally humbled you in a way, right? Well, and I'll tell I mean you, I'll, you talk about humble. Uh -huh. When he started the song up, the horn section, um, they were evil. They just dug down dirty and played that song like it was supposed to be played. Uh -huh. I mean, everybody's game just jumped, you know, jumped another level. I mean, how many times do you get to play a cover in front of the, the people who originally sang right. it? Right. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, and then yeah, you get to was. play it with the original singer. I mean, yeah. That's, that's it, amazing. It was cool. It was a, it, it was one of the coolest things I've done besides playing with the Shintas. That's, you know, uh, this guy was pretty neat, man. Jo uh, Joey Shinta. Joey, played. yeah. He just recently passed away. Yeah. Um, it, was just, it, was, it was terrible. It was terrible for me. I, I, c I can't imagine what it was like for the family because Joey was a great guy. You yeah. know, I uh, 
I, I don't, you, you know, it's funny how I, that whole story with me and the Shintas goes down. I, I, um, I was introduced to them by Maurice Petrello, who was with Target at the time. Mm-hmm. And, Great uh, drummer, by the way. Uh, he's my, one of my boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were playing up at the Vernon Downs. He says, come on, let's go up. I want you to meet Frankie Shinta. Uh, Frankie Shinta, okay. Did you not know who? I, I didn't know Frankie Shinta from Joey Shinta from any of those. I, all I knew is that they were pretty good musicians. So I went up and sat in front of Frankie and Joey, and I quickly humbled myself. They were phenomenal. And uh, so Frankie came up to me, and he started talking to me, and it's like, you know, you're the Buffalo version of Larry Desiato. <laughs> I know it because I could feel this vibe me and him got. So we got real, real close. We got real close. Was and this then the playing uh, in clubs? Were they playing clubs then? Or? They were, yeah, yeah. They were Bonnie Castle. They were coming to Utica and playing Danielle's. They played Temptations. That you know. Yeah. So they were Not coming around. Not just doing like weddings and corporations. Oh no, they—they right? the, the, they were actually out. Yeah, they were. The thing. They're, they were really big. Mm-hmm. They were really big. And then um, <coughs> we, 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 you know, we formed the bond, me and Frankie, because you know, he'd come to Utica, he'd hang with me, and we'd go do crazy, stupid stuff at night, and. Frankie's uh, alter ego is being a cop. You know, he carries his he carries his piece. He's all about you know, any you know. I introduced him to all the cops because at the time I was working at the police station. So uh, we got to be close, and then uh, one day I'm uh, bringing my daughter to the dentist and just getting the good news that I got to come up with twenty two hundred dollars before she can have her teeth pulled. And my phone rings and it's Frankie. He says, uh, "What are you doing?" I says, nothing. What are you doing? He says, uh, I'm coming in Thursday. I need you to play the weekend. I said, what? He said, yeah, I need you to play. You got you to gotta play with the band. Peter uh, detached, had a detached retina, and he couldn't play. So then I go, So oh. you were Larry Shinta? I was Larry Shinta. <laughs> yeah, so here's the deal, Z. He comes in Thursday. We go into the rehearsal hall. It's too cold out because it's winter out here. He doesn't want to touch the piano, so we go to Pescatores, me and him. Mm-hmm. We sit down. We have dinner. He says, I'll meet you at 3 o'clock tomorrow with the band. We're going to do a, a sound check, and that's it. All right. So I go down at 3 o'clock. I met the band. Joey Sinta comes up to me. Larry, how you doing? Joey was a great guy. All right, let's let's do this. We So we did one song, and... Uh, we ended it, and Joey goes, that's it, I'm done, Frank. <laughs> Look, Joey, he's he's playing drums with his thing. I'm done. He can do the whole thing. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> Joey, that's how Joey was. He Joey, had good confidence in you. Yeah, Joey got off got off stage. He was done. I went home, <laughs> got all my clothes, puked, <laughs> then nervous. went to the game. I was so nervous. Yeah, because it's easy to go out and drum with a band and do rock and roll and all of that stuff, but here you are in – you're in a show band now. Everybody's eyes are like right on you. This is a show band. You got to know stops, starts, where you know how this come in. It's comedy and all of this stuff. But I had been with them so long and hanging out with these guys so long, I knew the show. So um, it was just me replacing Peter, and I had gotten the, the biggest kick out of. It. But going back to Joey, that's how we, you know, we became like friends and brothers and, and stuff like that. So. It was, it was hard to hear that that happened, but I heard he had some, um, he was having some health issues uh, when I talked to Frankie, and Frankie was there for uh, his last Christmas show. He told us, you know, his brother wasn't feeling that good, and you know, Joey had open heart, and so. Um, Is the whole band the family? 
it used his sisters to, in the it band used too, to be right? yeah uh, his sister um she had some um vocal troubles uh-huh. i think nodules had grown back and she she couldn't sing anymore um but everybody in that band was a yeah. brother or sister mm-hmm. really yeah uh, joey frankie and and uh and chrissy the italian partridge family yeah, they were <laughs> they were man they were so good and they were like spontaneity right off the top of the i mean everything just came off the cuff real quick yeah and they were good you know not to mention uh frankie was uh frankie's a great great musician and he does you know he's got this voice that you know he can take it down to wherever he wants to go mm-hmm. lou rawls uh he he just does all kinds of things with his voices sinatra he's got the sinatra down to a science yeah yeah oh man probably would have got to start right i would imagine well, well, you know, actually, he got to start playing the spoons. He he played spoons. Um, mm-hmm. When I he did that, he was on the uh, I forgot what show they they not the Ed Sullivan show. It was I forgot one one of these big shows that Johnny. They, no, I don't think it was Johnny. Um, Doing the spoons, huh? Yeah, they made him. Yeah, they they featured Little Frankie Shenta from Buffalo. Uh. They got on the show and and that kind of put him on the map a little bit. Yeah, so those guys. Those guys went to Vegas. Yeah, they, they ended up going to Vegas. They ended up playing in the Hilton, I think, for years. Um, they did uh, they did the Mirage. No, was I, I, they Nation? did a, a couple big casinos. Yeah, and then they moved down the Strip, and then um, of course Vegas is fresh. You got to keep going, or you don't, you know. So they moved around a little bit, and they're at this uh, the spot now. I'm not sure, but. I think maybe February is the time I may go check it out and see him. Yeah. Yeah, I, pr- I told him I was going to come to Vegas and check it out. You're going in February? I'm thinking so, yeah. I'll I got. I, I only have Which one. You are? Me. Yeah. When? The end of February. That's because I, I got a gig in, uh, on the 17th. Yeah. And then um, that's when I want to go shoot out because we don't have anything coming up for a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Vegas would be perfect for you. Oh, yeah, I know. You could play all those casinos and clubs and stuff. I probably could have. Absolutely. Uh, my younger year. I, you know, I, you know Sal Barico Jr., right? Yeah. Well, Amazing sax player. He, funny as shit. I'm telling you, this kid's funny. He, he was, he should have been a comedian. But the things that he did with his saxophone and with his funniness, I did on the drums in the same way. And we had this routine because <laughs> we used to work up at the police station all the time. And uh, the cops would watch us do it. And they, they said, what are you guys doing here? You're janitors. What are you doing here? You belong in Vegas. Matter of fact, one guy, his name is Larry Sisaglin. God rest his. You know, he's a good friend of ours. Uh, Larry uh, Larry said, you guys are nuts. You should have took it to Vegas a long time ago. Imagine me and Sal Brico out there in Vegas. Crazy. It'd be like yeah. Martin and Lewis. I'd be shriveled up, <laughs> cigarette, the joint, whatever, on the corner, <laughs> you know, begging for 10, 15 bucks to eat. <laughs> that would be the story. Me and Sal, how we went out there and made it big and ruined our lives. <laughs> you know? You'd have STDs and everything. <laughs> oh, sure. you got to have a couple of them. You know? <laughs> I couldn't afford to go to John's big uh, ranch house. I'd have to go to Tony's little house around the corner. Yeah, right. <laughs> Morticia on the corner. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it would have been nice. I mean, I I I go out when I do go out there. I check out shows. Mm-hmm. It's and, everywhere. Uh, I mean, you you can find, you a, find great a band yeah. everywhere you go in Vegas. Here's a perfect for instance. Um, a kid that subbed with uh, Classified many years ago. His name is Rocky Rocco Barbado, mm-hmm. sax player out of Syracuse. Um, moved away from here and went to Vegas, 
and um, I recently posted something of him um, that he did with his band. I, I tell you, Z, smoking wasn't the word for it. He put a medley of tunes of Stevie Wonder and Tower Power tunes together and just ran it with a keyboard player, a black funky bass player, and a guy on electronic kit. They killed it. Yeah? Yeah. I got, I'll got. i play it for you when uh, I put it up on my phone again. Tremendous. Rocky Barbado. Rocco Barbado. Yeah. Love to hear it. Yeah, man. Love to hear it. I, th- I think you would have killed it in Vegas. Yeah. Classified would, would be huge. If you guys were a Vegas band, you guys would be huge out there. Um, Probably playing. I, 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 yeah, I, I think, you know, when when I think of classified and all the years that we put together and when I've gone on stage with um, national acts and we're able to hold our own with them tells me that, okay, yeah, you play cover tunes, but you play them very, very well mm-hmm. and you're not afraid to stand on stage with the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire or uh, a Tower of Power or whatever. Um, or have a guy like Brent Carter come up and sing with you. You know, I don't think Brent's going to come out and just we'll sing with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to say, well, let me, yeah, those guys are pretty cool. Let me, yeah, I'll go up and sing it with him, you know. So, yeah, it would have been nice. It'd be cool if you and Brent could do a couple things together. Oh, you know, like have him come up and play a couple songs, not just. Well, that's that, that was one of the things we talked about in the band because, um, we wanted to have a couple tunes that we knew that if this ever happened again, because who knows, he may be around again, and mm-hmm. he might want to stop and say hello, that he can come up and, and, and uh, sing with us. Um, that would be cool, though. Yeah, I'd love to hear Oh, man, you should have heard him that night. I can imagine. <laughs> He's got a very, very high falsetto, mm-hmm. so he, he, like, he slips up into the air a little bit. <laughs> you know, and some of us can't get there anymore, yeah. but... Um, you can't even squeeze your balls hard enough oh anymore. Oh, man, no, there's some notes. You know, it's funny. I was listening to songs that I sang 20 years ago and going, to, how the hell did I do that? <laughs> really? Yeah. You know. Um, but I, I, at 63, I'll be 63 in April. I could still, you know. Um, You're still doing it, man. I could still do, you know, I'm still holding my own right now, mm-hmm. you know. And like I said, if I can't sing anymore, <laughs> I'm just going to lay it down. That's it, baby. I'm lay it down, <laughs> my Go back kids. to the roots. That's where all Go back to your roots. Yeah. yeah. Go yep. back to that kit. That's Do you find yourself like um not like not being able to find like hit those notes like that but like finding ways to Yeah. It's a good thing that you mentioned that cuz th- that's what happens when um you get older. Right. You y- when you can't squeeze a note like that out, okay, so you may drop it drop it in a different uh a different key. Mhm and sing it there and then go from from a different key up to the highest point you can get to get it. There's ways you, 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 you yeah, you can muscle around that all the time. Or, or do you ever, like, um, or, like, maybe use, like, a backup singer? If, 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 type. we, like, okay, um, Scott, for instance, our trumpet player, has a real, real high falsetto. So if it's something that I can't get, he's going to get it. Okay. You know, the, between the three of us, there's nothing out there that we can't hit, me, Gary, and Scott. It's like grabbing a rebound in basketball. That's it. You know? <laughs> I mean, and, and you're talking guys that are in their 60s. Yeah. You know, and plus we have the, uh, y- y- you know, we have some help in the form of a little box, electronic box. Mm-hmm. It's a harmonizer. And Gary's good with it. Gary's really good with the harmonizer. Uh, so 
he's able to put four or five more layers on our voices. So, you know, you're getting that big earth, wind, and fire sound. Yeah. Because I just recently seen, uh, like, Bob Seger yeah. and, and, like, Guns N' Roses and stuff like that. And, like, you know, like, Axel's, you know, what, 50-something years old. Yeah. And he hit those ridiculously high notes that, like, mm-hmm. were crazy when he was young. Yeah. And, you know, now he's hitting a level that not quite there, but it's Enough acceptable. To, yeah. You know, and, like, Seeger's not hitting those notes that, like, you know, I mean, he's 70-something years old. Sure. But it, it, he's finding a range that, like, you, you can accept it. Exactly. Yeah, he's just finding a different yeah. octave. Yeah, well, right. it's just, just like... bringing it down yeah. a little octave, right? Yeah, uh, you can bring it down uh, um, in steps. Yeah, you can do that to change the song and make it easier. We do that a lot. Yeah, or change keys. Change. Uh, we th- we'll change keys if we have to. Yeah. But, it, but if it gets to the point where the key doesn't... It's, it's not... We don't do it. It just won't do it. Right. You know, you're only going to do what your voice tells you you can do. Mm-hmm. Um but it's like, uh, you know, over the years, it's like anything else. It's like when you're playing uh, drums, your sticks, the way you play your sticks, you build a callus in your hands. And you're it's the same thing all over the years. I built a callus on my, on my throat. Right. So I know what I can do and what I can't do with it. So if I need to do something different, I can to right. make it sound pretty good, you know. It's probably why we'll never get another Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Seriously. Well, we got Greta Van Fleet now. Right. (laughs) But, I mean, I think that's why he, Robert Plant, won't do it. Right. Because of that reason. Yeah. Right, he can't sing like he can't. No, no, no it's it's and you know. it's not his fault. It's no, it's just, no, it's just age. It's right. Eventually, you know, it's it, eventually somebody else comes and, and climbs the ladder, and as you're coming down, mm-hmm. so you have to humble yourself as, as you come down that ladder too. You know, and I understand it. You did, know. did you happen to catch Paul McCartney when he was at the Carrier Dome? I did not. You didn't. No. Y- even him, listening to him at 75 years old, you could tell his voice is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he can't hit those notes that he used to. Yeah, right. It just has a. Li- you can hear the age in his voice. I should. Yeah, because I, you know. Um, but his voice was like a fine wine, though. Yeah, it's you like know? yeah. <laughs> and, well, that whole show was like a fine wine. It's like I, I say all the time. You know, like the young guys that are out there singing now. Like for instance, um, um, who's my favorite? Uh, uh, God. They, he was on The Voice. Um, Ryan Quinn? Ryan. <laughs> well, why, Ryan, I'm sorry, man, if you're listening. On, our, uh, our good buddy. Of you. you know how Ryan, can, his range is where it is. Well, at his age and my age, my range was there too. Um, so I was singing that high back then. Um, and it's been a gradual, gradual decline in what I have in my range anymore. So um, now you have to turn around and start saying, okay, how do we get by this song without damaging your throat so that you can't sing another song for the night? <laughs> yeah, look at Brian Johnson from ACDC. Yeah, yeah. he can't yeah. sing anymore. He's done. Yeah, Done. And it's got to kill him. Was that yeah. his ears, though? I think it, I think he had he was his ears, I ears was problem. Like he yeah. blew out his eardrums, yeah. and it, it, you can't hear. You can't really sing. Mm. It's all kind of connected. I think it's his ears. I'm not 100 percent sure though. Okay. Well, you know, I think it was something connected to uh, his. You know, funny. I I I just found out not too long ago. You know, Jose. Yeah, Lopez. He's deaf in his. uh, What ear? Is he really? Is it right ear? The one that's uh, facing away from the band. Yeah, he's. And I'll tell you what. That has to be. That that has to be something to be able to. To hear that pitch with one ear, and he can sing. Uh, yeah, and Jose's Jose's got it going on, um, but that's got to be a tough situation for him. 
because I know Gary's our our keyboard player is going through it right now. Gary's going through a little bit of this, you know, and it's 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 age. It's we're breaking down, you right? Know? You know, everybody's going to have to break down sooner or later. Yeah. And if it's the years that go, or you know, that's the same thing that happened to our, our Freddie Pacioli, the founder of Classified. He his hearing got so bad that he couldn't he couldn't distinguish what notes he was playing and what he was singing. Event, you know, thus uh, eventually, you know, ended his career as, as a, but um, it happens to the best of everybody. You know, I'm always amazed when, like, you get a Robert Helford or uh, and Helford's still doing it at a high level. Or uh, oh. uh, what's his name from uh, Iron Maiden? Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. I mean, these Who guys are. Well, like Halford's in his probably the same age as you. And yeah. And, probably and he's still hitting Dickinson's those Dickinson's got to be right up there, too. Dickinson's just a little bit younger than Halford. I think he's just around 60. Is, yeah, he's he's be I think he's just around sixty. Yeah, well, yeah. no, Ozzy's a, like almost seventy by now. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ozzy's almost seventy. Wow. But Hal Halford's just under Ozzy, you know. But again, he's I would say Halford's right around your age from Judas Priest. Still and, uh, whale, man. It's yeah. amazing. The only thing I I'm, I'm sorry I never did was take voice lessons. I think with uh, <coughs> proper voice lessons, um, breathing techniques, and certain things like that. Would have probably helped me a, a, a lot more than you know what I'm you know experiencing now as I get, I get older, but um, like I said, I'm I'm all about the funk, so oh, I can I get know. I can get right down, <laughs> you know I can get down there doing you know, thing like that. I got <laughs> the Lou Rawls, uh, another winky like mine. <laughs> can yeah. you just can you give me some Barry White? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You'll never find. You'll ne that, no, that's uh, th wasn't that? Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's not. Um, that's uh, Lou Rawls. Oh, it is Lou Rawls. That Lou Rawls. Lying here next to me, baby. <laughs> well, I can't think of his other. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I mean, you get down there and you could sing like that all day long. You'd be fine. Yeah. It's not like the, the old days, man. I I remember when Classify was really rolling. We're doing four nights, four nights a week, sometimes five, and um, my voice kept getting stronger every every night. Every night it would get stronger, but it's like we were playing uh, constantly, and like you say, it's muscle memory. Everything was working perfect. It's when you stop and don't do it for a long time, you, you screw with your muscles, and you're not doing this. And then, of course, I I was always one of those guys that. Had a problem smoking, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that fucked it up. I wouldn't really good. necessarily call it a problem. No, but <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Larry, don't do that. It's gonna screw your voice up. No, I won't. Don't worry about this. Tonight, tonight, we'll make it. <coughs> <laughs> and then you got guys like Joe Cocker that like made their voice. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. What would you do, Bowser? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> do you do warm-ups before gigs? Mm. Is that something you do? Not really. No. Um, there's some cat from Chicago one time said to me, just, you know, flip your, your, it's like a buzz. <laughs> and you want to just keep like fluffing your, your lips together and singing up and down. S S Scott warms up pretty good before Does we he? play. Yeah, Scott warms up. Uh, you know, here's my warm up. Everybody's different. Take the stage. Uh-huh. And let's see. Let's open up with uh, the highest tune that you sing for the night. And if it doesn't come out, I'm I'm done for the rest <laughs> of the night. <laughs> That's it. We usually, you know, halfway through the song, I've already 
blown the mucus and shit wherever it's got to go out, mm-hmm. and I'm fine. Yeah. You know, but I don't really warm up. It's just, you say, um, do, do most singers eat before they go on? A lot of guys will not touch a thing when they go on. Uh, I'm eating like I'm going to the electric chair tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and get up and sing. It, it, you know, different strokes for different folks. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, you know. What was Quentin telling us? He used his throat coat? Yeah, guess what? Yeah. And that's the worst that you can use. Oh, really? He well, said yeah. he loves it. When you do th- right, th- was it Ryan that told us that? Was it the tea? Yeah. Was it the tea throat coat or was it the liquid? Because here, okay. And and I know Brady uses yeah. swear by that too. A lot of guys. Brady does too. Yeah, you're right. It is Brady. He's I, another one. Yeah, I did it too. Throat coat. It's mm-hmm. a tea. I'm thinking of something different. Uh, it's the spray, because when you're spraying that antiseptic or whatever you, Cepersol or whatever. So, yeah, sore throat, whatever. What you're doing is you're almost like um, numbing your throat. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what the hell you're doing when you're singing. Yeah, it might sound, you know, but you might be doing more damage to your throat uh, without taking it. Yeah. So um, I don't do that no more. And it was true because I s- it was killing my throat, you know, and I didn't. I was pushing harder, and then um, the medicine had my throat numb so much that I couldn't feel it. But then when it wore off, it was like, ah, I can't sing. So... The best thing for me is rest and chicken soup. Yeah. That's that's it. Or hot tea. You know, that's all I do. Uh, the Ronnie James Dio technique was he would just take honey and just glob Globs it down his throat. Globs of honey's good too, yeah. All the way down his throat and he'd go on. and. That's what it. I do. Hot tea and honey. Well, I think that throat yeah. coat, if you ever look at the, the throat to- coat tea, has like honey and like, um, I think it's like some sort of like black licorice or something in it. Like the kind of, that gives you that numbing feeling. Yeah. But it's like tea and honey, mostly tea and honey. I think is mostly in there. Tea and honey. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the ticket right there. And Ta- rest. And rest. Yeah. Todd's checking and he says that spray sucks. And he's also talking about Brian Johnson that he damaged his ears. So oh, it was, was his oh. ears. Okay. And uh, I guess they're working on new monitors for him, so maybe he could get oh, back in the game. Cool. So big ups, to Todd. Tommy Borger in the house too. What up, Tommy? Willie B checking in as well, saying what's going on. Borg is saying he likes a little Folgers in his cup like Mega. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I love Folgers coffee, Is man. that your favorite? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I got the Dunkin' Donuts thing happening. Yeah. Uh, but Folgers, I love Folgers. That was, my, that was the best coffee I ever drank. Yeah. <laughs> I make, a, uh, I pour enough for 10 cups, and I one and maybe a little bit of a, a teaspoon on top of that. Perfect coffee. Just a little taste. I still got to try that, uh. Utica roasting. Uh, yeah, I know that that peanut butter cup one that they got. I want to try that. Yeah, so bad. Yeah, you know what? I haven't, I haven't been down, down there yet. Really? Nah, man. Oh man, I love that place. I gotta go there because that's where Utica. They got is. delicious yeah. coffee, man. We really used to practice good. right next door to it. Classified. Yeah. The old uh, cook and the tailor thing. The tailor and the cook. cook yeah. uh, that's that's w- that's where Classified started. Right over in there. Well, actually, we started at uh, a warehouse, uh, Morris Tires Warehouse. We started practicing there at Freddie Fucholi, and then we left and we got our own place over there. And uh, uh, the many stories. Many you stories. went from drums though. You yeah. were pretty much the backbeat. Yeah. Behind the band, and then jumped to front. Yeah, I jumped to front man. You yeah. like Phil Collins and shit. I tried. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you know, I you didn't try. Fact, you did I just a great job. You pulled I it <laughs> off. <laughs> I saw a picture of, of Phil Collins today sitting, and um, I'm 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 starting to get bald. You know, you could see that. But I got the two earrings going now. I'm trying to. You kind of got the Phil Collins. I can see yeah. the little Phil Collins look going you know, on there. Yeah. I got that that thing happened. Something happened on the way to heaven. <laughs> <Remember that? laughs> um, 
But, uh, no, matter of fact, that was another tune that I, I brought up to the guys that we used to do a long time ago by Phil Collins. Remember when he had the Phoenix Horns backing him, playing with him? Um, Phil went on tour with the horn section, and he did a song called I Cannot Believe It's True. Mm-hmm. Great, great tune. Um, we used to do it with Classified, and uh, that's one that went into the archives, and I said, well, why don't we bring it back out of the archives and play it? You know, half of these people were so young back then that they would probably go, wow, that's, you know, that's a tune. That Wow, that's a great tune, you know. And it's Phil Collins. Why not do it, you know? Right on. I think Tommy Borges got us mixed with another show because he's asking mega questions, and he might be listening to another show. <laughs> he's are texting we, are in. We and live goes, right now? No, that I, it looks. Yeah, we're live. But he, <laughs> he texted. He goes, "Mega, you remember the deaf girl from Spilka's?" <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. Whatever you got, I want. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bring some of that shit with you right now. <laughs> Where are you, Larry? I'm in Arizona right now. <laughs> I'm flying over. Wow, uh, I don't know if he's got the right show going on. Right <laughs> now, Maybe he just still, had. A, he's still texting in. So listen, I always have seen your moments, man. Yeah. He's a young cat. Yeah, he's like, he got a year or two on me. Oh, all right, not, not much. He huh? could have. Uh, so he can have a moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he can oh, have they, I call them stoner moments. Oh <laughs> yeah. We're having too much resin on my brain. <laughs> there. So what is up with classified? You got some upcoming gigs? Yeah, man. Um, classified. Okay, uh, we're playing February seventeenth. At the Turning Stone Casino in the showroom. Nice. Um, they're going to start doing some dance parties again. Like a few years back, we used to do it all the time. We used to do it Atlas. Um, so what we're going to do one with Soul Mine out of Syracuse. A bunch of good guys, uh, great musicians, and they um, they play all this funky music like you know we do. Yeah. Two different types of bands, but um, they're going to be going on first, and then uh, we're going to come and play the rest of the evening. Now, in a situation so, like that, will yeah. you watch the opening band to make sure you don't play the same songs? Or do you not even care and you just know, play the same songs? Have you, ever, have you ever been in the back of the showroom at the Turning Stone? No, actually, well, I haven't. Okay, they, I mean, well, I've been in the showroom, but yeah, not in the they back. Have, they have the volume controls for your speakers in the back, so you can hear the show that's going on. So we sit in the back, and you know we'll listen to make sure we don't do that. Or Greeley will go out, or I'll go out and see what they're playing. And mm. say, uh, let's not go that way. Let's go this way. Okay. Yeah, um, and and that was the same thing we used to do with Atlas too. What are you going to play your first set, your first hour? <coughs> All right, we won't play any of that, you know. So, but um, but sometimes it does. It overlaps, y- you know. You and um, you play yours a little bit different than they played theirs. Whatever, but it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So we got that going on, and then we're like I said, we were talking earlier, me and you, about the rehearsals that we're going to do and um, change things around, you know. Um, Freshen things up a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's important. I think either I stay on top of things or freshen it up a little. I bit, think you know? people are going to be really surprised when they hear these next bunch of tunes, um, c- and because I think they're ass kickers. M- me personally, you know, and I've been with the band from the day we walked into the first room and said, "Okay, what do we want to get for this? What do we want to get for that?" You know, so uh, these can be some real, real good tunes. Yeah. A lot of percussion stuff, and you know, um, I'm gonna be just winging it with the percussion. Going, you know, it, that was meant for me. The songs that were picked out for percussion songs were meant for me. So, um, it's gonna be fun to play that stuff because I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love nice. It. Yeah. 
Get those chops going, oh, right? Oh yeah, I just uh, when you hear when you when you hear it all in the ensemble, when we, it's gonna be it's gonna be freaking great. It's gonna be great. So that's about it, man. And then I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go try to do a little golfing, Z. Yeah. Yeah, man. I gotta Swing the clubs golfing. a little bit. A little bit. I gotta get those. You know, I I I gotta get some. Um, I gotta get some vitamin sun, man. Yeah. So you gotta do the the Alice Cooper tours. Oh, I'd love to. Hey, you know, so I was Alice Cooper's bodyguard one year. Really? Yeah, back here at the auditorium, he came. He was doing the show Billion Do- Billion Dollar Baby. Nice. So I worked at the odd, you know that. Mm-hmm. So I worked at the odd, and they put me in the back room with him. And then I had to go in the front, in, the, in front of a cage, and stay inside the cage to make sure nobody screwed with him. What a great guy, man! Nothing, nothing like you think he is. I heard yeah. he's really, really cool, real down to earth. Oh, you know what he says? Because I, bro- I was breaking his balls because he had the. I said, yo, man, doesn't that? He said, you don't understand, young man, just like that. You don't understand, young man. When I get done with the show, I'll immediately go to the bank on Monday and deposit it all. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. And then I said, "He's this guy's got it to fucking gather. He's a businessman. Oh, yeah. So all of that makeup and shit was just part of his show. Shock right. rock, baby. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Well, he does that tour now. He goes yeah. out, plays all these casinos, and then he golfs all day yeah, yeah well, all he, afternoon he, he doesn't just like golf for free yeah, no well, you know he's a zero handicap <laughs> oh right he's, yeah, he's, a, he's a pro golfer if he wants to be mm-hmm. that's why he comes to the turning stone that's why he does all these like casino tours so mm-hmm. he can go and golf smart yeah yeah he loves it the fringe benefits of being a, a star well, yeah. he's still doing it at a high level too you know he's only out in the summertime too right you know he's only out and he goes out for maybe a month yeah you know, and they do a quick month with whomever, Megadeth or whatever. Mm-hmm. They opened up for Iron Maiden that one time. Well, he did a tour with, like, uh, uh, Marilyn Manson. Manson, right. Zombie yep, and stuff yep. like that. He, he picks who he wants to go on tour with. He did, you know, like, Motley Crue. And then they do a month. He plays golf all day, and he yep. rocks out at night. What a what life. What the yeah. hell would you want? That's the, I mean, the Perfect. only thing he's missing right. is fishing. <laughs> a couple hookers. That's it. That's on the well, travel that's day. That's yeah. where he goes to Vegas for. <laughs> that's it. The that's fishing's on the travel day, and the hookers are nightly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. You know, man. It was just like last night. I was watching it. Did you check out that story, Molly? Um, it's based on a, a a girl who was running uh, poker uh, poker rooms, expensive poker rooms, mm-hmm. and she got it up so high. She got it up so high that. Um, the FBI arrested her because she, she was dealing with um, Russian people, and all, I mean, it got so really. It, it, you got to check this movie out. It was great. What's it called again? Um, Molly, M- Molly's Game, something like that. It's. I watched it last night because I, I got this thing called the Fire Stick. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I got one. It, it's amazing. <laughs> Fucking amazing. What do you want to watch? I don't know. What's out? Let's see. Uh, there's uh, Jumanji. <laughs> it's all in the, the movies. So we watched that. And, um, Is it like watching it off somebody's iPhone or no, something? No, it was, uh, you, you know, if you don't go to the HD and you stay in the SDs, you, you get the copiers are a lot better. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was able to, and it was streaming well, and it, it worked really well. And sometimes so. if you wait a, like a week or two, you'll get the better copy. Better, yeah, because it's yeah. been out longer. Mm-hmm. But um, I tried to get uh, that one with the Marines, 12, uh, 12 men something. I don't know. 12. It's brand new, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. brand new movie. But, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then one other movie I, I got to suggest. Well, on, on, 
That new one with the Tom Cruise, American Made. I didn't like it. No, come I thought on. he was the wrong person for that role. You think so, Z? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't like it at all. Actually, I, I mean, I like the story, of course, yes. but I feel like there's been so many cocaine running stories ever since the whole cartel <laughs> well, thing it. in Miami. But I feel like he was the wrong person for that role. I I'm just know. maybe not a Tom. Is Cruise it like fan. a re- retell of Blow? Basically, I, exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, I, I maybe maybe. Uh, I don't know. I just I I, I like the movie. Um, it's a true story, and up until that time, I had no idea. Uh huh. So it was it was pretty cool the way the CIA got him in to his organization and mm-hmm. how he's taking pictures in South America and then bringing bales of coke back <laughs> to the United States and the money that he was burying. I mean, when they dug up his place. <laughs> Bags full of money just millions coming up. Man, what do you do with that kind of money? <laughs> I mean, when when do you stop? When is enough enough? I mean, he had his own crew of guys working for him. Uh huh. Holy crap, that was pretty cool. I just didn't think Tom Cruise was nah. that person. Who would you have no, picked? Who would you have picked to Tom play Cruise that? Tom Cruise is not that person. Man. Joining <laughs> us right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. I got to introduce you, though. Yeah. From the Ithaca Brewing Company, oh. we have my man over hey, here, Dylan yeah. Neary. Yeah, how's it going today, good, man. guys? How's it Welcome going to the today? show. Good to see you, buddy. Nice to this see you as well. This is Larry and Chicken. Nice to meet you guys. Thank He's, you very for much for having me This is my man from Albany over here. He's in any friend of Danny Taylor is a friend of mine. <laughs> and, and, that, and, and he got it comes in with good, good and beer. And he came in with beer too, so <laughs> yeah, he came in beer. Oh yeah, there they are. <laughs> I seen a guy walking down the street with beer. I'm like, oh, he's got to be coming here. <laughs> <laughs> right? And yes. they weren't 40, so I knew they were coming here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Borgia is saying he's still here from yesterday, <laughs> so that's that's why he's he's caught up. And uh, Longwood's agreeing on the whole Tom Cruise thing too. Longwood checking in. What up, Longwood? Good to hear from you. I feel brother. Tom Cruise isn't good for a lot of movies. I'm just kind of sick of him. Oh yeah, too. ever since Mission Impossible One, man. Like, come on, man. Right. <laughs> and the Last Samurai. Like well, you <laughs> know what? I I, I got to chime in on the Last Samurai. Samurai. I I I, I thought he was okay in it. He was okay, but it's just like, it's. Tom I didn't see Cruise. it. I don't you know. didn't Tom see the last Cruise. samurai. It's nah. a great story. Is it? Yeah, it, it's it's I a great story, and uh, I just don't think he's that good of an actor. Right. Yeah. Like oh. he's, he's he's like the '80s movie actor guy. Right. Like, just stay in the Brat Pack and stay there. <laughs> yeah. <you> yeah. <laughs> but like, who knows? But, but who would you have played that part? Well, with the Southern draw, like I bet you Matthew McConaughey would have killed that role. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, man, totally. I, I bet he would have killed yeah. that role. Yeah, yeah, I never thought of that. Um, I don't want to put Johnny Depp out there one more time for another cocaine role, but Johnny Depp would kill that See, role. See, I think Johnny Depp, <laughs> I'm kind of sick of Johnny Depp, too. Cause I, I am, he, too. Because I think he overacts too much now. Uh, like, I think he gets too into his weird projects. Yeah. He starts like, going yeah. over the deep end. Yeah. I'm with too you. Much. Um. Right, what about Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill? <laughs> you know, he's, he's funny. He's, he's, right. a little, he's a little bit too big for a big cocaine role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. What about, um, I did like him and get him to the Greek, though. James Franco. James Franco probably would. That's yeah. actually, that, that would be pretty good. But sometimes Franco I can't take serious. What he's like that kind of actor I can't take him 100% and, serious. With him and um, Seth Rogen, they get too much. When they're together, they get too stupid. Yeah. I can't I'd, think. I'd say either Zac Efron or Dave Franco. All the way. James Who? Franco? Dave. Wh- which oh, one's his brother? Dave? His brother. Yeah, his brother's well, been doing a lot of movies. Brother? Here's in uh with uh Zac Efron. Uh, uh 
can't can't catch me or can't can't catch me now or something like that. The I one where they're all magicians. Oh yeah yeah, well, yeah yeah yeah. Now you see me. Yeah. Now you see. Now yeah. you see what me. about that cat from uh, The Walking Dead, the Negan? Oh, Jeffrey oh, Dean Morgan. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, he yeah. would have played a nice part. <laughs> or um. Holy shit. Or, or Daryl from uh, Walking Darryl. Dead. Daryl. Daryl would have played. Yeah, Daryl could have done Daryl would have been good from Walking Dead. Have you, you seen American Made Chicken? No. No, you haven't seen it? No. It, the story's great. Yeah. And it's a true story. Right. And it's, again, another cocaine running story, similar to Blow. Right. You know, kind of on the same vein as that. But I think, yeah, like I said, there's like how many of those movies are you going to put out there? Oh, yeah. But the story's great. I just feel like Tom Cruise wasn't the guy. See, I All think right. American Made Chicken. <laughs> no, his name is Chicken. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Dylan. <laughs> uh, I, I like it, though. I, I think like, it works. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the weirdest porno I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> we can make wow. this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Holy. I think Norman Reedus would have made a good part with that, though. Like, I, I think. Yeah. I like Norman are you, Reedus. Are you a Walking Dead fan? Yes. I am, too. I think, very, I think they much. jumped the shark with the whole tiger thing though i'm kind of glad the tiger's dead oh but, uh, did you not read the comics no oh come on the no. tiger shiva was one of the greatest parts in the comic yeah. man i don't know i just thought it kind of like jumped the shark a little bit with the with the tiger yeah you know, in the show at least but um i i like the whole survivor aspect of it yeah you know, like you know but it never you know what i i they i never see them eating oh my god Never, I never see them eating like a a, a meal. You're right. It's never, you never <laughs> see them eating. They never eat. They never there's sit down. There is one time, and it was a dream, that you see them all sit down eating it's together. True. <laughs> the last time I think I saw them sitting down eating was they were sitting down eating from uh, the one guy's leg. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's going, ha ha! You all ate me now, so you're gonna get sick. What I thought was yeah. funny is like they all take like one training course, you know, how to shoot. And next thing you know, they can hit a zombie at forty Directly miles per hour, like I, in the forehead, like from a cool. moving car. I'm like, damn, <laughs> these guys are good. Uh, so I take it you've been watching it, so you know what's going to happen soon. What happens yes. with Carl? Who puts him down? I don't know, man. I think the old man. You think the old man's oh, going to put him down? He's got to put him down. He's either that, or he one. goes. Either that, or he goes. Uh, command, like he goes. Blitzkrieg, I think he goes all in. After uh, Negan. Yeah. Yeah. That could be possible. Carl's Negan badass, puts him down. Man. Oh, man. I don't think Negan would put him down, though. No. Negan, Negan, Negan loves has this like, so weird much. respect for He him. likes him. Yeah. Oh, man. He loves him. Z's never watched it. I never watched it. Z, <laughs> are you kidding me, man? You yeah. haven't watched The Walking Dead. It's, uh, yeah. oh. he d- you, you don't know. know. And for the same reason, I didn't like it. I, yeah. I, didn't, I was reluctant to watch it because of the whole zombie aspect of it. Right. But because, and I, I don't get into the werewolves and zombies and vampire crap but because of the whole survival aspect of it yeah and like i like it because of that in and like rebuilding society and shit like trying that. that's yeah. what i really like about right. it and, and it is captivating and the zombies actually play like a a back role to it you know it, it's it's actually like rebuilding society and, and it has a very game of thrones-esque to it because it's like you have these different societies and you have to band together and then overtake this evil empire right gotcha. which is negan yeah, I'll probably never watch. But it. he's, <laughs> I'm telling you, you really should. Negan, Negan, I, I, I just got my Negan doll. Um, <laughs> you got a doll? Huh? Well, I'm, I'm, 
You know what? This is the first series. How big is that this blow-up doll? Um, he's <laughs> about. <laughs> he's nine inches. <laughs> I got Negan. I got. Um, uh, I got a Michonne one. <laughs> I, got, I, ha- I have Michonne and I have Rick. So now I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna oh, start buying all the characters. You're really into this. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, nine o'clock Sunday, the atomic bomb could be going off. I'm gonna be sitting in that one spot, <laughs> waiting for the first five minutes of the show to go on, and then a commercial. Does it start this Sunday? No, f- oh, I was February say. something. Okay. Yeah. After St. Patrick or uh, uh, Valentine's Day. Who's like okay? The, who's the older, older woman? Um, Carol. Carol. Now Carol was. She was a, a battered wife. Like, her husband used to beat her. She was real weak and meek and whatever. Yeah. And uh, now she's a badass. She's badass. She is badass. badass. She's she sticking a knife in your forehead and just looking at her crazy. Yeah. She'll you know? just wipe out your whole crew. She's going to have something to do. Her and Ezekiel are going to do something. Oh. Or did they capture her and Ezekiel? Morgan, oh. I think. Her and Morgan. Her and Morgan. I'm so sorry you guys do not know the comic books. Uh, <laughs> well, they're changing it. Oh. I heard they're doing a rewrite. Because they do always a little bit because Daryl's not actually in the comic. There's a lot of people that aren't in the comics that are in the TV show and that are in the comics that aren't in the little back well, and forth. But they're kind of going towards what's going on in the comic right now. They're kind of flowing into it a little bit, but not completely. Cause well, I heard that somebody kind of uh, got in there, too, and, you know, like... Um Leaked some shit too. Oh, really? So, and and, and I think they moved a little bit, you know, well, changing direction. They so. they would be smart to keep this cast for a few more episodes because they're making big money. Oh. oh, yeah. You know, and these guys are staple products of that cast. Now, can they introduce some new people? Yeah, they can probably introduce some new people, like they did the the chick from the garage, pe- uh, the garbage people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, There's something about that broad that makes me horny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Z, if I can whack her once, I, I do it. Yeah. Yup, just as sitting in, sitting in that pit that she's sitting in and drawing like pictures chips, naked. Huh? You like it dirty. You I like know, it dirty. Absolutely. <laughs> and I would give it right in the can. Yeah, boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey. She's got, I mean, because my girl goes to me, what, what are you doing? I go, this bitch is sexy. Uh, there's something about her that's driving me nuts. Well, it's she's that almost like cut. she's <laughs> almost like a young version of uh. You remember the one that used to go out with Flavor Flav on uh? Oh, oh Sylvester Stallone's uh, Bridget ex-wife. Nielsen. Bridget Nielsen. The yes. Bridget Nielsen. Oh, she's that, like a Bridget Nielsen to bitch. me. <laughs> yeah, but I would like to do her, Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is she tall like Bridget Nielsen? Yes. yes. Oh, is that yeah. why? Yeah. yeah. She, not as not as well endowed, but definitely. No, but tall. you could definitely you tell she has a penis. It could be. She muzzled off. I, I have to say, I, f- I fucking love this picture in front of me right now. <laughs> yeah. No, because, you know, for the longest literally. time, Maggie was my Maggie was my homie. <laughs> Maggie's great. Maggie's, but I the, the Puerto Rican girl stole my heart. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's still around, too. Yeah. Rosie? Rosita. Rosita. Yeah. Rosita, she's great. So there's three of them in that program that could keep me happy for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, though, she was like a little sweet little farm girl. So wait, why do you collect the male dolls and not the women dolls? <laughs> I got one woman doll. You got oh, one woman. I got, I got Michonne. Okay. Michonne was a badass, too, man. Man, those chicks. Yeah. But Maggie is like, she's a quintessential ride-or-die chick. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. She is the rider that yeah. when, when uh, Glenn and her got separated, she will kill anybody oh, yeah. to get back with him. Yeah. You know, and like well, I, and, I, and I think I think she may play a role, and, unless the comic's saying something different. She may play a role in uh, Negan's death. 
Well, she's becoming she, the leader of the Hilltop, so. Yeah. There's a lot of people that hate Negan. And this guy read all of so I'm like, I, I not trying to look I, at I, him. So I'm like, like, I wish I could tell you more, but I can't. Well, <laughs> read the books. <laughs> yeah, Z, man, I can't believe you haven't watched one episode. Well, you said Sunday at 9, right? What's on at Sunday at 9? It's either Game of Thrones or Shameless. Yeah, yeah. well, those are, I mean, you got Netflix, you can it's watch probably anytime, Game of man. Yeah, but you know what? I don't want to go through binge-watching more shows. I feel like that's <laughs> my, I got a problem with that. This is what my, my <laughs> I don't need to put more in my box. I, yeah, just, I just binge-watch Weeds for the 20th time. Right. <laughs> exactly. I felt like the first season, like, you kind of bear with it. The first season, you're kind of like, eh. And then, like, the second season, I was like, okay, this is getting good. And then yep. by the third season, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm in. I was hooked from the first episode. Me too. I'm like, here I am. I'm yep. golden. This is what I'm going to do every Sunday night whenever it's on. And when it's not on, I rewatch the whole thing. You know, well, right you know now. who I think for starting me watch this? Our uh, illustrious uh, Mayor Robert Palmieri. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, because I lost my job. And... Um, <laughs> I, I had a uh, I had a uh, two week period where I could take my vacation, and then start my um, my n- my new adventure with the city after 34 years as a um, garbage picker upper guy on the truck. So um, I stayed home. I was living with my mom at the time, and I was in the room on the floor on this little day bed thing, and I wouldn't leave my room. I was going through one of these freaking things, you know, depression and shit. And then uh, I happened to turn AMC on Channel 19, and I caught the beginning of what was to be uh, The Walking Dead. So I had caught up to where they were in the um, in the program. I never and I never stopped watching it. So I, I if I could give him any credit for whatever the hell he does, uh, that's thank <laughs> you for letting me watch the fucking Walking Dead. <laughs> I, shit. I actually read the other day though that they're getting rid of the show right. Uh, our showrunner Scott Scott M. Gimple. I, I I don't know if it's true or not, but I was reading on Google the other day that they might be getting rid of him for someone new. Wow, why is that? Uh, I I didn't read all into it. <laughs> oh. I pretty much just had read the highlight. <laughs> Dylan brought us. Dylan's from the Ithaca Brewing Company. Just good beer, he man. Brought us Flower Power. Yeah. Flower power. Fla- thank you, by the way. This this is a delicious beer. You're yeah, it was a, thanks for the invite. Quite a I, shock uh, when I first I was a woo. Oh, you've never had it before. Well, I did, but I was just that initial shock, taste yeah, is is yeah. like, woo, yeah, it, it perks you up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's a perker upper. That's it's for sure. It's a perker sure. upper. About no, w- seven point two percent alcohol. Yeah, so. this is pretty cool, man. We also Wait. got Bolo the God checking in on the chat. Hey, what up, Bolo? So, uh, so where do we brew this out of? Ithaca? Right in Ithaca, New York. We've been there uh, pretty much 20 years now. 20 years now. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Flower Power has been our flagship for about 15. Mm-hmm. Actually, we started out with apricot wheat, which sounds kind of weird, but it's no, very I delicious. Used to, is that still out there? It's still out there. Great beer. Yeah, great That is beer. a great beer. That's actually what first got me turned on to right. Ithaca. Cause awesome. That's so Flower Power pretty much is your flagship now. Flower Power is our flagship. Because apricot used to be. Apricot was actually for before that was nut brown though. Nut brown. Yeah, which is uh, w- beer beer changes so frequently that no one knows what's gonna happen next. I think Flower Power is gonna drag 
drive this drive the industry for us for a little while now though so i remember those nut brown shirts were everywhere oh yeah they were that was a great marketing campaign with with those shirts and you still see them to this day when you go to shows and whatnot can you describe everybody to our listeners who don't know what flower power is can you describe this beer for everybody of course it's nice citrusy floral a little bit of tropical get nice little notes of pineapple and grapefruit like i was saying it's about 7.2 percent alcohol we also use a honey malt on the back end so it's very balanced very delicious Mm -hmm. And it's a great beer any time of day. Yeah, it's got a great taste. Yeah. yeah. This I, is a good summer beer. Matter of fact, I, I closed my eyes a minute ago after I tasted it, and it tasted like uh, the fresh pine from a a, a beautiful joint. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's gave that's me that, it gave me that taste. <laughs> that's, power. that's why they call it flower power. <laughs> At the end of it, it gave me that, pine, that nice pine taste. <laughs> it tasted uh, like a frosty nug. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> frosty nugs. We yeah. always wanted to do pedal pushers like a uh a session IPA. Oh. I, 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 think, I think the TTB had a problem with that, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I don't know. Instead, we did Happy Pills. <laughs> There's did definitely a lot of flavor, though. It's yeah. very flavorful. Very yeah. This is a yeah, very flavorful beer. Hey, didn't you guys do a hemp beer at one time? Am I thinking no, of you guys or somebody no, else? No, no, no. We've never done a hemp beer. Uh, d- Dan, our owner, would be all about it. Mm. However, we have never done one. Uh, Otter Creek has one going on right now. They're okay. Actually, they have a CBD beer that they're doing. Uh, what's it called? I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Um, it's go- allegedly going to be one of the only <laughs> mass-produced CBD beers going on. Really? And at least on the East Coast. I know there's got to be some in Colorado. Got to yeah, be. Yeah, got to <laughs> be. Right. Or California. I'm just... There's got to be. Yeah, it has to be. All I'm right. surprised there's not more, to tell you the truth. CBD you know, bears? Yeah, or, I, or just hemp-brewed infused. There is. I know my infused. cousins do it a lot, but that's more of a homebrew kind yeah. of deal. That's bathtub that. gin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's called. I'm wondering <laughs> if it's a flavor type thing. You know, like maybe the flavors aren't coming out right. No, the, uh, hops and marijuana are actually cousins, so that the flavors go together very well. Oh. I know. I remember I did the hop picking for uh, Saranac, and yeah. it's very, very similar to the point where I tasted it, and I was like, okay, they don't taste the same. <laughs> all that resin on your fingers, yeah. you're like, oh, my God. Can you smoke it? Hops? I, I, I don't. I doubt it. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure you could. I mean, you could smoke anything, really, if you think about it. But I don't know what would happen. We should I try it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We tried catnip once. We <laughs> tried really catnip. <laughs> catnip. Yeah. Oh. Roll me up and That's smoke me when I die. So, Z, when are they going to pass this, man? When are they going to? When? Once? When are we going to have this? Like everybody else is getting. New when Cuomo State. leaves. Yeah. Wait, wait, did you? I, I saw an article yesterday. It says Cuomo is looking into research of legalizing marijuana. Why do you have to spend all this money on research, idiot? You just Ca- just Colorado. take a look and see what the hell Colorado and Massachusetts, Oregon, and Literally. Washington, and Jesus. Everybody Why do you got to spend all the? You're going to spend all our money on doing research when we can tell you it will work. The research <laughs> is out there already, and it, you're going to make money. Absolutely. And, and and federally, it's illegal, but Washington D.C. it's legal. That's so weird. Yeah. Right. Weird. Hmm. I don't. I don't get that. Crazy. I don't get that. But either. he's missing out on the boat, man. I'm. I'm talking yeah. maybe help us Billions. with our taxes. You know how Billions. much money New York State could have right now. Oh, don't wait for uh, sessions to start. You know, bat, you know, coming after all these dispensaries. Ah, uh, he's never gonna be able to do that. Oh, he's gonna. Uh, he's gonna. He's trying. He, he's he, trying. Because he needs the smoke and mirrors to get away from uh, everything else. Every other bullshit. crooked shit he does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Trump needs. You know. But it'll, it'll be here soon. I, I can imagine. Even Vegas now is 
I, straight up, they got dispensaries all over Vegas. Yeah, now I know. My, so they're popping I up left and right. Years. That's what I said to my my five, son. Five. My son left uh, this morning. Uh, my ex took my son, her daughter, um, her two sons, on a trip to Vegas for four nights. All expenses paid oh, for. Nice. God bless her. She did a great job with it. And uh, I said to him, Larry, when you get down, man, check out the dispensaries for me. <laughs> yeah. I need a couple of these things, a couple <laughs> of those things. You know, I'll give them to your roller brothers. They can bring them back for me. <laughs> but that's pretty wild. You know, you go to Vegas for gambling and fun and for entertainment, and now you could smoke. Love it. Yeah, but ball out there. Love it. Maybe that's where <laughs> I should go in February. Z. I'm going to the end of February. You going I, to see your uncle out there? Yeah, going to see everybody. Uncle Joe? Yeah. No way. Go see the whole family. <laughs> Wow, man. Going to hang, man. Going to hang. We usually go like once a year. Mom's mom's going to go too? Yeah, they're already out there, actually. Oh, no kidding. Does your whole family live out from out there? Uh, No, but we got a lot of roots out there. Well, just be careful about the riots in the streets, you know, with the, you know, class two, or was it schedule two drug? Being legal out there, you know, <laughs> you know, being settle down, Jeff Sessions. Yeah. <laughs> no, no good person has ever done marijuana. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Just be careful out there. <laughs> of course, I the schedule one, schedule one schedule drug. One, yeah, Hilarious. be careful out there, man. People are getting raped and pillaged. It's just horrible, man. Yeah, it's it's going. I, I I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, you know, it's so stupid. Todd's checking in on the text line. You too could check in on the text line. It's 315-505-8433. 315-505-the D. Hit us up. Todd saying New York has medical marijuana. There's one in Syracuse, but yeah, you gotta jump through hoops just to you get do. to it. I met a guy with a card recently. Oh yeah, I swear. I I guess I was. I I just remembered this when you said that because I was slightly inebriated when he showed me this card. But I'm like, no way you have a card. He pulls this out. He's like, New York State medical marijuana card. My old man's got one. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Now, where does your old man go? He has to go to Syracuse. He has to go to Syracuse. But it's all oil-based, though, right? You can't Uh, buy bud. You cannot. Yeah, it's all oil-based and edibles, right? Right. They take the most safest form, which is the natural (laughs) form, (laughs) and they take it so you can't use the natural safest form because, you know, then you know the pharmaceutical companies can't get their hands in it, so they take they make that illegal. But you know you you could get it in the in the oil and in the pill form. Uh-huh. Oh, the Baradol. Yeah. So you know let's let's take it out of the you know let's make it so only the pharmaceutical companies can get their hands on it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous, right? Exactly. <sighs> it's, just look at what look at the footprint that Colorado has made. Look what they're doing out there. They're putting money back into the and people's yeah. hands. They're Literally. redoing their infrastructure, their, their roads and stuff, and putting it back into the schools. Right. It's just it's they, ridiculous. Well, they have too much money to deal with right now. Right. Isn't it? Exactly. I mean, exactly. Give it back. Give yeah. it back. <laughs> Give it back. That's crazy. I yeah, mean, that surplus money is going back into the schools. and, the, and it, That's unheard well, of. It, it was awesome. sort of like God what the— God forbid New York State tries to do well, that. Well, wasn't the New York State lottery supposed to do that? <laughs> no, the, well, the throughway system was supposed to pay. Well, for the throughway was supposed to be paid off a long time ago. Yolanda Vega. Yeah, but you know, I mean, th- that's the money that was supposed to go back into our schools. You would bang Yolanda Vega into. Who? Yeah. I, well, yeah, why not? I mean, I still would in this day and age. <laughs> Just the name alone, I want to bang. Yeah. Yolanda Vega. Yeah. Oh, here, baby, take that. Uh, uh, no, you're right though. The, yeah. the New York State Lottery it was supposed to be money for our schools. Where, Not, where does it go? Like, yeah, literally. I'd like to know. But where would we grow this stuff? I mean, where we, we don't have the, the 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 facilities to grow this, and we don't have the farm country here in New York State. 
I have friends I mean, that ho- have houses that can grow it all. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't have like farms that yeah. are like going out of business. No, or not anything. in New York State. No, no, no not, not, at <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Give these uh, give these poor friggers a chance to make literally some money. Get it's rid- not like I know, get rid of the corn industry and add the marijuana industry. Uh, you, well, we need the corn industry. And, and it's oh. not like I corn mean, corn depletes so much nutrients from the land; it's ridiculous. Yeah, and people just keep putting it in and it just keeps taking it all out corn corn we do need somewhat need corn we do not need as much corn as we grow but what about paper i mean hemp yeah i know but i mean we need trees (laughs) we need to cut down all these trees i mean why would we need a renewable resource to cut down every year to build you know paper products and like clothing and things like that. everything that's why i stopped wiping I mean, <laughs> <laughs> save the rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> you got a bidet? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know <laughs> it's, it's cool. You, you go to the bathroom in the morning. You know you're going to take your shower right after that. <laughs> just take your, and get up and just jump in the shower. Yeah. Why would we want to cure cancer? Why would we just want to <laughs> treat it with shit that doesn't even work? Exactly. More poison. I want everybody who has PTSDs to get up in the middle of the night and kill their wives. <laughs> let's just yeah. throw let's just throw pills at people like uh, that have like and problems and anxiety. Depression. Yeah, like just Everything. throw pills at them instead of like let them take an herb mm. that's like grows uh, natural. Yeah, natural yeah. herb with with no side effects. There's you know one I mean? side effect: munchies, red eyes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cotton mouth, cotton mouth. You know, <laughs> you get really thirsty. That's yeah. why. <laughs> that's why you always carry a can of something. Yeah, yeah, just in case. Bottle yeah. of water. Bottle of water. Go flower power. You know. I mean, yeah. flower power, baby. I like this stuff. This is great beer. I, I'm trying to get Danny on it at the palace, too. I'm like, all right, here we go. We're going to do it. You listening, Danny? You listening. <laughs> Come on, get on it, Danny. <laughs> I mean, you look at all the the positives to, to legalizing marijuana and, and marijuana use and, and the byproducts of hemp and marijuana. There's so many positives. Oh, yeah. What's the negative? There really is none. That the pharmaceutical companies can't make money off of it. And they really could. They oh, can. they totally could. And they're trying. They're Right now they're scrambling to find ways to do that. Colorado and California are already getting fucked from that right now, actually, because they're coming in and they're they're doing really weird shit out and there. And Florida, too. If you talk to Sean Raz down there in Florida, he will tell you right now that they're, they're, they legalize it for medical use, but they don't have the proper things in place because they're trying to scramble around to figure out how to get things in place for the pharmaceutical companies to, uh, to bank. And that's kind of what New York State did. They're trying to find ways for these that's pharmaceutical That's the research. Uh, that's the, the research. <laughs> and and how to keep this in in line with the pharmaceutical companies. Uh, you know, because everybody can grow it. You know, you could grow it in your backyard. You could grow it in your basement. And, and I'm telling you, these kids, like we said before, these kids are like engineers, man. They could grow shit, and they could grow phenomenal Oh, it's a shit. science now. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. not that it always hasn't been, but now it, it's turned it's into, like, science. chemistry, science. And yeah, exactly. And they yeah. could grow shit for specific needs. You've got anxiety that could grow. Right. Yeah. Know, yep. Cross- You're absolutely right. Brands. PTSDs. Yeah. You know, oh. you got Kush with this. You got all kinds of different right. kinds, you know, like brands and whatever. And and. It's so easy to, to do that. I mean, I can't say easy, but, like, you got kids or high school dropouts doing this, and you got guys with college degrees that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So why don't we give these kids with, the, you know, these high school dropouts, why don't we give them the ability to do what they do? I mean, there's a whole other industry out there. We should be able to 
have these guys out there, teach them how to farm this stuff. Getting out there, teaching these farmers to recreate what they're doing instead of like growing corn yep. and doing the same old, same old. Going out there and re-teaching these guys how to do the agriculture. Hopefully, the new cash crop of the world. Right, saying okay, you want anxiety marijuana? Yeah. This the is what you're growing shit. for. This kind. If right. you want for you know up and atom kind of weed, yeah. you're growing this. You, you know? got erectile dysfunction. Right. <laughs> right. You PTSD. Uh-huh. You're growing this. You got yeah. you know. Is there a Viagra for weed? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I pretty much every single strand is actually. <laughs> I, I hope so. Smoke this, get a hard day. I don't know, man. You get some of that indigo, man. You ain't getting up for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Let me introduce I was you. I'm hard as a rock right now. <laughs> That's the flower power. <laughs> okay. Hilarious. Damn. Thinking about these blow-up dolls from the Grateful Dead. Or case <laughs> the, 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 the Walking, walking Dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> the Gratefully Walking Dead. We definitely do not any w- want any Grateful Dead blow-up dolls around <laughs> here. <laughs> no. Yeah, those stink. giant <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Jerry, yeah. I had some um, uh, Cherry Garcia last night. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Did you Ch- get into the dead growing up at all? Did you ever go see the dead? I seen the dead once, and I'm going to tell you what happened. Uh, this was <laughs> great. Um, I was at the auditorium working as a uh, usher. Okay. Here and in Utica, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah here in off. Utica. Um, the Adirondack Bank Center now. Yeah. Ooh, classy. And what, it, what had happened was, they crashed the doors down. Oh. So we had to run to our spots and collect tickets. So they I cr- they bum rushed the doors. They bum rushed the doors. The so gate crashers. We're we're grabbing the tickets. What year was this? Oh, 95, 94? No, no, no. This was this in the eighties. Oh, okay. Seventy, oh. seventy, late, uh, late seventies. Oh, okay. Um, so like I was collecting tickets, collecting tickets, collecting tickets. Before I knew, I had like, oh, pile of tickets this high. Jesus. And they were, you know, twelve dollar tickets, and I was getting six. And I had a buddy, and I just gave my buddy all the tickets. Just, just go hit them people out there. <laughs> she wants to come to the concert. Tell me six. So I ended up making uh, three hundred bucks that <laughs> Watched the show for free. Decided I wasn't working no you more. You shady usher. son of a bitch. Yeah, man. <laughs> it wasn't me. Every there must have been about eight guys. They all did this. Only in Utica. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. That's one of the old, 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 old stories. Oh, yeah, but I did get hilarious. to see him. Are you I got to see either of you guys Grateful Dead fans? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I'm all I think in I the was jam band community. I was. I love Fish. Yeah. I love Umphreys. I love Mo. I'm seeing Umphreys on Friday. Nice. I, I love that. Those guys, yeah. but it, the dad out of day kind of bore me. Yeah, I, don't know. I, a couple I, I was raised there. on the dead, so were you? Yeah, my father's a huge. He was a Jerry guy. He's a bluegrass guy originally, but yeah. my dad. Well, no, he's a dead guy originally, and then fell in love with the bluegrass aspect of it because Jerry originally played bluegrass. He was a banjo player, and my father just like every time I'd come home from school, we lived up in Scattercoke outside of Albany. They'd be my father and my mother would. You be lived all the way right. up there. Yeah, oh yeah. Wow. Well, I was born in Texas. My, oh, yeah. my family's weird as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get in that in a minute. Finish the dead thing, though. <laughs> uh, my, I'd come home and my parents would. They'd have their record player blaring like you. They, our our uh, driveway was about a football field length, and you could just hear Touch of Grey just fucking crumbing down the road. You're like, all right, this is the Neary's house. <laughs> 
Scattercoke's out there. We did that rockin' derby thing out there oh, a couple yeah. years Scatter ago. Oh, yeah, Fairgrounds. I was not even Danny. a mile from there. That's where it's, I lived. Yeah, that's where I got to meet Sebastian Bach and all those all guys, right, cool, and that was cool. a wild, wild, awesome. wild weekend. But uh, big ups to Danny actually hooked me up with that game. Yeah. It was a wild weekend. But anyways, yeah, that's way out there. That's oh, out yeah. There. That's that's. It was it, it, we we had so much fun out there though. Our they kids, def- we had the million dollar beach where we uh, everyone had to be naked. Oh my god! And we were young. It was like I was like twelve or thirteen. That's we just, a weird. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else there was twelve or thirteen as well. So okay. I'm like, <laughs> it's still a little weird. It's still a little weird. <laughs> no one really. Yeah, we always got naked a little bit. It was pretty much just me and my brother. I'm all about that. We man. still do. Yeah. <laughs> I t- okay, I, I except st- when you get into with the children. I still want to audition for Naked and Afraid. There we go. You would do it? Yeah, I would. Fuck Seriously? That. I Yeah. Well, yep. what about naked dating? You ever seen naked yeah. dating? Yes. Well, that, I, that is crazy. Yeah. Would I, you do that? Absolutely. In a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat, I'd I be on that, that show. I would do that over Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid, man, those guys get, like, bit by mosquitoes. That shit's and scary. I'm a, and I'm a camper. Yeah. I, I'm all about being in the woods and shit, but, like. Getting sunburnt? No, they get sunburnt in places. They get, like, mosquito bites in places know, you don't want to get bit. I, it is man. a tough one, I'd but. grow my bush out extra long. Yeah. <laughs> no, You, you have no choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, but de- def- naked naked dating, I, I would I would definitely do. Oh, do I feel like, do, do they have, like, a fluffer in the back, though? I mean. There's got to yeah, be. You, or you're just, you're just coming. Yeah, I feel like you would need a fluffer. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you need one. I don't think you need one. I mean, you're riding, like, they're, they're showing, like, on a, on a four-wheeler. And, like, she's, like, right behind you, or you're right behind her. Like, you're both naked, like, on a four-wheeler together. That does sound fun. Uh, it, it does, 100%. You, imagine, the other when, thing imagine when you're doing a disclosure paperwork. It's like you're going to get banged three times on the show. <laughs> right. Now, it might be a black guy. might be a white guy. We're not sure. But three times, you're going to take it, and you're going <laughs> to like it, and that's how the show goes. And here's the, f- the, good, the good part is after, and if you do win the show, you get to go home with a guy that you like banging the most, <laughs> and then they bring you. Then they, they bring everybody together at like this yeah. big party. Yeah, and you're all getting drunk, and everybody's naked, and like you've already been on like four dates with like everybody else. So like you're all partying, like getting drunk. Like this it's like a sounds big orgy. like my senior yeah. prom night. <laughs> <laughs> like my senior Man, prom. your senior prom was way better. No, Scatter Coke was weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, but I think that, I think that they should. Oh. My lord! Yeah, we just got uh, Longwood is sending us. Uh, Longwood. He, he says he likes. Uh, he loves his fifty-year-old cougars. So there's a picture of his fifty-year-old cougar. Oh, God yeah. bless Thanks, your fifty-year-old cougar. Yeah, she looks good for fifty. <laughs> fifty. Oh my God, that's a twelve on the Budweiser scale, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. The reason why they don't put the face in is because okay, there's the face. <laughs> As I'm talking about it, <laughs> I thought it was a safety innocent. Oh, it's a it's a it's a plastic dildo, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I think the last time I listened to your show, Z, you had some um, exotic triple uh, X. Uh, oh, our, that's uh, Lady Luna. Lady Luna, the yeah. Whitesboro chick. She's yeah, she's our favorite adult entertainer. Yeah. she's our local adult entertainer. Uh, yeah, because I, I was listening to the show and I said, shit, I, I should have been on the show with her. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have I, a ball with that she girl. She does porn. I have so yeah. many questions. I do too. <laughs> oh, it's great when she comes on. Like she does not hold back whatsoever. So oh my she God. talks about dragon dicks and every other thing that goes dragon on. Dragon dicks or like dragging dicks? Both, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like both. 
like shooting <laughs> fire out of his dick. <laughs> no, no, they're actually dildos. They're called dragon. The dicks, mother so. of dragons. <laughs> oh my god, you're kidding me! I I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> I got it. Is this is this episode saved? I'd imagine. Yeah, it's all on on demand. You Did can, we you get can confirmation if she's coming to the party? Uh, you know what? I have to hit her up. I have to hit her up. You should find out she's coming to the party. She's coming <laughs> to the party. Yeah, because we it's it's always a party. If Luna's around, it's a party. You know, awesome. She's wild. And yeah, you can check her out on uh, Snapchat and all those. And all those other ones. You know that, what? Uh, what movies is she in? I mean, I'd like well, to. Well, you got to search her, Lady Luna. She Lady has, Luna. See, I don't know if you she, watch porn lately. They don't really do movies. <laughs> yeah. anymore. You can actually like check clips. out. Like, <laughs> you can register to her page, and like, she does a bunch of stuff. And there's there's a lot. Snapchat. Oh. She does her, her Snapchat. Yeah. Is uh, that like this? A snatch chat? Snatch chat, yeah. That's you. <laughs> I'd like to meet this lady, Luna. Yeah. Well, she's in Syracuse now. She's. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, uh, in fact, if you want to see her and you want to go visit her, she's at the Alpine on the weekends. She's a you really? ever been to the Alpine? She's a the Alpine. Yeah. She's an excellent. <laughs> <laughs> the of Alpine. Of course. <laughs> it depends. If you, it depends on the what, Alpine. It depends on what day Philly was happy or not. <laughs> if he was in a good mood, the Alpine was open. If he got pissed off about something. Get the fuck, get out. What, get out what, of my what, place. What street is the Alpine on? No, Albany just, Street. It was on Albany. Oh, right. Remember how, that? How fitting is that? I, I'm talking to strip club in Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah you're talking and to strip club. And it's on Albany Street. Wow. So I'm going to remember that because I'm from the Albany area. No, I think that's, uh, no, the Albany he's talking about is the Alpine that was in Utica, which yeah. was oh, a restaurant right. at one time. Oh, uh, um, but I'm extremely confused now. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Did I Lady sh- Luna work there too? <laughs> Not the restaurant. No, I think she was too young to be working there. She's young. Yeah, she. She's she, in her twenties. She, oh wow. Yeah. Well, Which what, is good. What made her get into this type of? Um, she loves dick. Does she really? Yeah. And, she, and vagina. And vagina. Yeah. Right. She goes. You know, she goes both ways. She loves the. She loves sex. She loves yeah. the D. She likes to do it. She loves the D. She comes she on the D the as D. much as she can. Yeah, well, well we got to get her on the D with, with LD. And she comes you on the D. You want the D with LD? LD. Huh? LD needs to come on and, and do an exclusive with her, you and Larry whoever. D and uh, Lady Lady Luna. Lady on Luna and Larry D. They do their thing. On the D. The D is dirty. The D is dirty. We were yeah. talking about doing a, a remote with her because our friend over at Now Playing over there and uh, Route 49. Now Playing 1. Now Playing 1. Oh. On Route 49 there. Okay. Our, our man Alan is looking to get her into the store and do like a signing and hang out type of thing. Yeah. So that we, sounds like we, fun. We might be having that happening sometime in the spring. So. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that will... We'll go down, but yeah, next time she's in town, I'll I'll hit you up. Yeah, man. Oh, you got to do that. I like to meet this girl. In fact, that you know what's funny, chicken. I'm glad you brought Luna up. I just listened to a podcast she did with Charlie Classic, and the opening of the podcast, they started talking about how they were covering each other with mayonnaise and ranch dressing and throwing lunch meat at them. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, we were doing that. At, I'm like, bitch, we were doing that in 2006. <laughs> All right, you know what? I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you this one story. You guys are gonna love it. Speaking about throwing man. I was in a drum and bugle corps, a marching drum and bugle the corps. The Yankee Doodles? Magnificent Yankees. Magnificent Whoa. Yankees. So I think we were on our way home from Ohio. And our, what happened, we'd leave from Utica Post 229, which is on Cornelia Street, and we'd go to where we have to go, and then we'd come back. And So um, on our way back, uh, I, I kind of, like, couldn't take the trip no more. I was getting, like, fucking bus crazy. And I had a bologna sandwich. So the mayonnaise was all over the bologna, and I had, like, four pieces of bologna in my sandwich. So 
This little kid, <laughs> his name was Steve. I used to call him Stevie Wonder. He was a black kid. He played cymbals. Um, nice kid in the world. I love him. A great kid. He was sleeping one seat behind me. So I woke up my partner. And I said, watch, watch this. So I, I took the bologna and carefully placed it <laughs> on his forehead and here and over here. And I took white powder and I sprinkled the white powder over his head and just sat back and laughed my ass off. And then we <laughs> got to Utica, it all dried on him. So me, being the person I am, nicknamed him the Omega Man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we called him Omega Man. I got in trouble for that. But because <laughs> the baloney had stuck to him, and he was all white, and he's a dark kid. Oh so we called God. him the Omega Man. Remember how they used to come out and they were all white? You should have yeah. called him Oscar. Oh, it was funny, but uh, that was a true story, though. You got in trouble for that? I did. That's baloney. That's baloney. Our our quartermaster uh, yelled at me in front of the the drum line, but it was like, (laughs) can't yell at me. These guys, they know I'm an animal, and I'm I'm digging his shit. How old were you then? Uh, I was... uh, Teenager? 15, 16. Oh my God, that's awesome. 17, <laughs> 17. No, we did we did some crazy stuff. Yeah, when you were first in the Magnificent Yankees, you were known as a scut for one year. A scut. A scut. Scut. So you were under the influence and powers of the uh, seasoned vets. It's almost like hazing. Uh-huh. And. Thank God I'm not in college because I would have been in jail because I was the best hazer there was. Oh, my God. <laughs> we took a kid one time. We were on our way to Chicago for the VFW Nationals. And Chicago was a long ride. So I took yeah, a 12 hours. a <laughs> hammock. <laughs> I took a hammock, and I placed it in the bus, in the back of the bus, and hung it. And I took a scut, put him in the hammock, wrapped the hammock around him with a sleeping blanket, and tied it. Yes. And we beat him for about three, four hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody was just kicking him, throwing shit, beating him with, you know, whatever you had to beat with. Whatever. Uh, so that, those were things that I did. Or, you know, up on top of the buses where the racks are, they have that rubber strip to hold your luggage in. I'd have a buddy on the other side, and I'd be on one side, and we'd be hiding. And as the scuts would come down, he'd take one of the rubber things around his neck, and I'd get the other one, and we hold him there. And Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> you yeah. guys were ruthless. Oh yeah, we were. We were terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. And you know, do you know the voice of the uh, the odd? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Coyne. Tom Coyne, right, right. Well, Tom Coyne was w- was the leader of the pack. <laughs> Tom told us, and me and Mike Duano would carry out the carry out the hits. <laughs> it's crazy. We did a lot of crazy shit, Z. Yeah, nuts, yeah we were just some crazy. The rest stuff. of the stuff is classified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ring the bell, dilly dilly. <laughs> that gets a good bell. That's a good one, chicken. You're on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, Longwood's God. checking in. He's saying Luna ain't got shit on Sam. Whoa, Ooh. who's Sam? Sam is the voice of the D. Oh, she, right. she is the voice of the D. Let's see. Let's can we put uh, Sam's voice in? Yeah, here? let's hear the D. Where's Sam's voice here? Uh, Smat at you, boy. Oh, you <laughs> give me the D, Daddy. I don't have that on oh. my palette over here. I have it on the the other thing. Uh, You're listening to EC Radio on the Disruption Network. That's yep. Sam. Yep. <laughs> she also did my Toys for Twats. She uh, did ooh. do the Toys for Twats. Are you in a band? 
No, no, no. He has a show on uh, on Thursday nights. Yes. Oh, I have a friend's band that does toys for twats every year. They're like a metal band in Albany. I cannot remember the name of the band. Though. Well, you know, since we pull it up, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. Yep. Here it is. <laughs> Christmas is supposed to be a time of joy and cheer shared by all. Unfortunately for some, it can be very lonely and depressing. Every year, so many vaginas go without the love and attention they truly deserve. This is due to the ever-rising popularity of sex toys, forcing companies to raise their prices. Now hundreds and thousands of vaginas go toyless on Christmas. That's why we founded Toys for Twats. Toys for Twats is a non-profit organization set up to collect used sex toys and repurpose them for the less fortunate vaginas in town. So, if Johnny Rocket has spent more time on the launch pad than he has exploring Uranus, let him boldly go so he can explore a new dark hole. Is Wet Johnson not sticking to the shower walls anymore? Is he just holding your loofahs and pubic hair covered washcloths? Donate him to Toys for Twats. We can bring new life to the once forgotten sex toys and make showers a little wetter for some deserving vaginas. Let King Dong fist a brand new Jane. We have donation locations at all area adult stores. Disrupt Networks and Phil Farda's house. Please don't let a vagina go lonely this Christmas. Donate that dildo to Toys for Twats and make a vagina as happy as a clam this holiday season. <laughs> that, that is the Toys for Twats. That is truly, truly hip. That's uh, that's chicken. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Guys. And chicken who, is, chicken who's the chick that? Was Sam's a great Santa. friend of mine. Oh, she what a great for, voice for, for many years. She's got great pipes. Yeah. Is, is she, is she a uh, adult? Stars no, 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 no. Actually, guy. she's legitimate. Uh, she's a p- true professional. Nice. When, when, she has a real like grown up. Real, job. Like she <laughs> manages like people. And, awesome. And, yeah. Like, yeah. But she looks but, how she sounds. Yeah. Yeah. She's I very attractive. She's a ride or die bitch. Like she's all tattooed, covered up. She's hot. She is. Nice. She's, she's awesome. great. She's a great friend of mine. Has been for many years. And and she's a wild one. She she's definitely she, wild. She, she knows how to work her. that voice. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm honing that in. Yeah. <laughs> she never even knew she had that voice until, until the D started. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I need you. That's the one thing I, c- I can find talented. Voices. And, and yeah. it's, yeah. it's a good voice. <laughs> when I wrote that, I wrote that with her voice specifically uh, in mind. When you clam that jam. After, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a good one too. Uh, like, After I heard what she did for him, I'm like, Man, darker spots in Uranus. <laughs> great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Look for that one black hole. All right. Longwood said, "Oh my God, Sam and Luna in a scissor fest. Oh God." <laughs> that would be something else. But yeah, Sam actually would not go down that road with with Luna. She's not into women. No. S- Sam completely loves dick. Which is good attribute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, but when I, like, loves. But, you know, go like, knock it, go knock it <laughs> you try it, you know, whatever, you know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe she would, but she likes men over women. I mean, you know, maybe Michelle will change her way, you know. Yeah, you never know what booze can do. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, though, we should put Sam and Luna in the studio together and see what kind of dichotomy that creates. Ooh. See, I'd rather, like, her and uh, Michael and a... Oh, Sam, Sam and Heichel? Sam oh, and Heichel. They're and, friends, too. And, and, and Addy. Oof. That's woman overload right there. Man, that would be... <laughs> and that's a whole lot of boobage. Got a whole lot of boobage. Yeah. Larry, we got to write a song. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm thinking of all of this wonderful stuff. That, that I probably have to be on that show too as a uh, <laughs> as the mentor, uh, the, guy like the, director. The, the director, the director. Yeah, yeah. All right, now you take Did off. You say erector. <laughs> yeah. Erector. <laughs> all right, now um, you take off your top. 
and uh, you take your top off and no. let's touch them together. Touch That's the it. Areola. All right, now right there, kiss, yep. kiss her. Give yeah, her yeah. kiss. Oh, yeah. How about Howard Stern? Give him a big lesbian kiss for me. <laughs> my, well, all time greatest, my man. Oh, absolutely. Howard. Hands Howard oh, Stern. Hands down. No Brought to you by Flower Power. <laughs> <laughs> How about the veg farts? They used to do the, the veg farts. Oh yeah, he'd have two girls come on the on the show and like they just <laughs> <laughs> and they'd count them and they'd have a crazy ass what's his name holding the microphone. Artie right Lang, <laughs> not Artie. Uh, oh, Stuttering uh, John. St- uh, Stutter is that Stuttering John? No. Oh. oh yeah. Would it be? Gary, I don't Gary, know. Gary, Gary, that's Gary. It. That's yeah, who it was. Yeah. It was Gary. Excuse me. It's what been a they, long time. What's his nickname? Baba what? Bowie. Baba Bowie. Baba Bowie. Yeah. You would have to play Mucky Pup song. She queefs. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, who wrote that song? Um, she, Mucky Pup had a song called Mucky She Queefs. Pup, yeah. Oh, oh my God. She queefs. <laughs> Longwood saying thanks for killing my erection Z. Willie B checking in. He that's says, all it took? He says, I'll tell you, create a bunch of boners on the airwaves if we had that yeah, show. So the boner wave. The boner wave. Who knows? <laughs> you never know, man. You never Kind of like one of those arena <laughs> waves yeah. where everyone stands up <laughs> and everyone gets erect at the same time. Well, remember that, remember, remember that the contest you wanted to do? Which one was that? The, the picture, the dick pic. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was for Luna. Well, actually, one of them. We were all going to take dick pics and send them to her, and she was going to judge the best dick. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That Mind you, like, I had to, like, zoom in more. Right. right. <laughs> what is that Wolverine I'm looking at? <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a belly button? <laughs> is that a knuckle bump? <laughs> it's a button in a fur coat. What happened to that thing? <laughs> is that a mushroom head? <laughs> Can you get it erect? It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma- I wanted hard dicks. The magic oh, mushroom. Whose vagina? <laughs> <laughs> is that a skin tag? <laughs> oh, oh, good. Yeah. You just ruined everyone's heart on. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, that that was one of the bits that we wanted to do with her, but that never went out. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe we got- no, I'm not gonna send her a dick. No, <laughs> definitely nope. not. I, I wouldn't send. I would probably drop my pants in front of her and let her have uh, a shot of it. Are there yeah. cameras? Would on? you let her judge it? Like I would let her judge it. Yeah. Um, and qualifications, which she'd have to handle it, feel uh, it. Yeah. Uh, See, I would rather do yeah. the get dick pic because I'd rather send one that I already have saved because I'm not gonna send her work it to get it. because you know, I want to <laughs> make sure I got well represented. I don't yeah. want to. Like, yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a girl. Well, you not a show you got to fluff yourself underneath the table though. That's the that's. The yeah, way. I'm not gonna see her whack off around a group full Fun of. Dudes, you know? yeah. yeah, I don't I, know. I got one reserved. You know, I got one already saved. That, like, you know, it's well representative. I'm, I'm like staged right. I, I did. Put, put your head down. Close your eyes and concentrate. Chicken. I think. I think once she felt my Heads balls, down, she know. <laughs> once she felt my balls, she knew I was a man. Because the older you get, the the longer they drop. You know, I I went to take a, a crap the other day and flush the toilet, and they went right down the toilet, you know? <laughs> so, you know, when you get to be my age, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you flushed your balls? I, I, <laughs> you know, I was... Uh, <laughs> I, I was how, did, how did it feel? It sounds like I, it feel kind of good. I, I, I wear, like... You see this coating right here? What would you call this coating? An aluminum coating? Yeah. I, I wear it as a protective device underneath my balls because when I walk during the summertime, they call me Sparky. <laughs> Man, that sounds like a drag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> now you see why he's on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love it. <laughs> That's a great one. Holy yes, shit. I, I can't believe How did we get into this discussion? I, who knows? <laughs> no idea. I think I actually did this oh, game the other day, actually. <laughs> I, I was at a party. Uh, we were all in a hot tub, and for some fucking reason, I forgot my bathing suit. Oh. 
and uh, it was cold outside. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, all the women got in. I'm like, here I go. I stripped down. I left my boxes on this time. Stripped down completely. I get in. And we're hanging out. We're drinking. We're having fun. We're having a blast. The Saturday night was wild. And then after this, we go inside, and I'm like, I got to pee. And all of a sudden, I'm in the bathroom. I think there's three women in there. And I'm peeing, and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm I'm like, oh, no. Whatever. I'm doing it. Here it is. Here's my dick, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, here's my dick. <laughs> and you just there. You just you laid it go. out, huh? So you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Yep. Like, I, what was I going to pee my, like, you can't do that. I, I could have asked them to leave, but I already tried that twice. Uh, <laughs> they wanted to see it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it. you know, listen, I'm, I'll give you a quick story before I have to go. Tonight's my card night. I, I forgot that I was playing cards tonight, or else I would have been on this show all fucking night. Bridge? But anyways, <laughs> no, we play poker. Um. So, Z, I got to go for my vasectomy. Okay. Oh. All right? I'm going for my vasectomy. I got and, mine uh, years ago. You did have one? Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm Larry Desiato, lead singer of Classified. I go to this doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> I'm laying on the table. And now they, they, they got me with a robe, and they got my underwear off, and it's freezing in this place. <laughs> so the nurse comes in. And says, yes, doctor, he's ready totally. to go. And um, now my my willy's like, it's almost Pinky inside. You can't even see it. <laughs> so there's a couple throat. nurses with him. And the doctor comes over and says, okay, uh, Larry, why don't you put your feet over here and pull this back? He says, girls, you know who's on the table here? Yes, we do, doc. Uh, he's his lead singer, uh, classified. We go out and hear him all the time. Now I'm going, you got to be shitting. These <laughs> <laughs> nurses are helping the doctor. Uh, my penis is about this big. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm saying to myself, the next time I hit stage, the word out in the s- the, the, in the, the crowd's going to be, he's got a dick about this big. <laughs> Carrot <You know>? dick. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, it was a very, very, not to mention that my toes were turned in like this as he was snipping. <laughs> You know, I'm going, holy oh, fuck, man. you know, it was t- it was a terrible experience so for me. I lost my manhood that day. Dude, now you know how the bass player for Street Rock feels. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, my story for today. Guys, it's been great being on the show with you, Z. Hey, so let's take a break so we can hug it out All and right, stuff. Man. And uh, we're going to come right back. When, uh, Dylan, you got time to hang for a minute, course, right? Yeah, yeah you're going to hang out with us? I'm, I'm talking a little bit more. We're going to talk <laughs> 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 We're going to uh, talk a little bit more about Ethica Brewing and a bunch of other things. So you hang. It's EC Radio. We are a generation of lost masculinity, and we got to start getting it back. No matter if you're straight or gay, no matter if you stick it in the front or you stick it in the rear, for the love of our sons, we've got to stick it in there like a man. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. Hey, it's Adeline Van Dyke from Coldwell Banker Faith Properties in Utica. I always get asked, why do I love real estate? It's very simple. I love my clients. I love every single thing about helping them find or sell their home. Making sure the home is solid and ready for sale or solid and ready for the buyer's inspection. To making sure that they're getting the best rate on their mortgage. Making sure they're getting the best price on their house. You know, just everything involved in the sale is vital. My absolute favorite part of real estate is when a buyer walks into the house they're going to buy. I can feel it before they even know they're loving the house. 
It's just that obvious. So I'd love to experience that feeling with you. So give me a call. Adeline Van Dyke, Coldwell Banker, Faith Properties, 315-404-6431. Or you can find me on Facebook or visit my website at centralnewyork.com backslash Adeline. Thank you. And I look forward to welcoming you home. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. In the Mohawk Valley, for the best real estate service, you gotta have faith. Caldwell Banker Faith Properties, 315-735-2222 or www.centralnyhomes.com. What's up, everybody? DC Radio. Gotta mention, we have our Disruption Network's anniversary party happening January 27th at Cavallo's, baby. We turned one years old. I can't believe it's happening. Yeah, man. Can't believe it's happening. I gotta lower the the volume over there. Anyways, January 27th at Cavallo's. It's too loud for you. I know. (laughs) I'm the old man. (laughs) I'm the deaf guy. (laughs) I am the deaf guy here amongst the Disruption Network crew, but we are celebrating one year. We're going to be in diapers, pretty much. Yeah, man. Yeah. At Cavallo's. It's Congrats. Our just party. Asked, Thank you, man. You just asked how old, uh, how long we've been doing this. I'm yeah. like, well, hey, it's actually almost a year. It's a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so we're celebrating like a, our one-year party. It's going to be party. Everyone's in diapers, correct? I, I wish. We, we get the P <laughs> and funk all over the Because <laughs> oh, we're going to be wearing we'll diapers. A, we'll have a sagging <laughs> contest to see whoever Ooh, sags the deepest night. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Disregard all that. Anyways, the party's going to be fun. We're, we're looking forward to it. We're going to have food. We're going to have drink specials. There's going to be body painting, and there's uh, visions by Keith, so we can you can talk to your dead relatives if you wanted to. Also, music, and that's the big thing, is the music. Yes. And the food, of course, because Kefalo's got good food. Great food. The music provided by my very, very good friend and councilman, Joe Driscoll. One yeah. man band, the baby. one man band. Dylan, you, are you familiar with Joe Driscoll? No, I am not. You must check him out. Yeah. He's a one man band, and and just he absolutely rocks. Yeah. this guy is sick. Like, he really is. I just he just kind of loops everything. Like and Keller, I was gonna say. You beatbox wise, awesome. and, but more of a hip hop band. Yeah, he'll Ooh. do like he'll go old school too. He'll go like you know Dre. He'll go like Snoop Dogg. Yeah. But then he does his own stuff, yeah. and then he's got some world beat stuff too. So he's very well diverse when it comes to his music genres. Nice. But uh, he's he's an amazing, amazing talent. Where are those and, other guys and, playing? And he's from Syracuse as well. Uh, the other guy is playing in between the ones and twos, yeah. as, as the, all the DJs say. On the record, it's going to be Ease Beats and Biz. Yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to be spinning it up, getting the party started, and playing in between sets of Joe Driscoll. So this is all happening at Cavallo's. This is our one-year anniversary party. I am super pumped. Please, people, come party with us because yeah. I'm getting lit that night. I'm and telling you right now, I'm going to get lit. And what? just so everybody knows, you know, like, Ease Beats and Biz, when they threw a party, like, over the summer at, at uh, O'Donnell's, they had that deck packed, man. Yeah. They had that place rocking every single weekend when they were out there, man. They had that place jamming. All summer awesome. long. So they're they going to do that to the deck on at Cavallo's mm-hmm. on the 27th. 
And then you get to cut it up with Joe Driscoll. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is going to be yeah, sick. That sounds like a party. This is going to be awesome. And sounds there's going like to be a buffet. We'll have a buffet, and there's drink specials, and just all the whole D, the D crew, crew is going to be what there. Time, what time does this start? This happens. It's a Saturday. It starts. Doors open at 7. Yeah. Probably, party, probably the show will start at 8. And, or and so. you know, hopefully awesome. our girl Samantha will be there, and, and maybe even Lady Luna. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have all the ladies come in, you know, and the Honey Adeline Squad, and, and, and Adeline and her crew, and uh, our boy Frank, for our yeah. landlord Frank, who we love so much and dearly, the, yeah. who will be there as well. And and our my friend Tommy, and everybody. Everybody's going to be there. Back Talk, and the D-Line, East Beats and Biz, Adeline and Home Free. Yep. The whole the D-line, D-line crew, crew. Love the it. D-line crew, excited. Tommy excited. from Back Talks. So if you want to, you know, if you want to line up and yell at Tommy, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day we're gonna have the Tommy drama dunk tank. Oh, yeah. I yeah, want to have that because like not a lot of people. We love him. The He's frozen one of my dunk tank. Tommy's our hero. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, oh my god. Jesus. It'd be worse than the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> Tommy's our heel. Yeah, Tommy's Tommy, our heel. Right. He's <laughs> another Utica guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's all happening January 27th. Come on down to Cavallo's in New Hartford. It's going to be off the charts, people. I want to see you there. Come party with me. I don't really get out and get drunk anymore like I used to because no. I'm in my 40s now. <laughs> my getting yeah, out I don't do I, that anymore. My getting out is when I'm working at the bar. But this night, <laughs> you know? I am definitely going to do it. I'm getting drunk, and I want you to come down and get drunk with me. I like it. Awesome. Let's do it. I love it. Awesome. Party. Z Chicken hanging, and we're joined by my boy over here from Albany, actually. Yeah, from Bob. Albany. But he's representing Ithaca Brewing Company, yeah, Dylan Neary. Here it is. How's us. it going, everybody? Thank Good to you see all you, very buddy. Much. Thanks, Thanks for coming, man. Come inviting me. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> he's like, what? I, like I walk in today. I, I yep. think Literally. <laughs> I walked in. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> smells like douchebaggery. <laughs> and yeah. I kind of like it. <laughs> Hilarious, hilarious. Thanks for coming, though. Thank Uh, you. We were hanging out on New Year's. I was working the Twiddle shows for my boy Danny Taylor over at the Palace Theater for New Year's for Twiddle. Dylan was hanging out, and then we were crossing paths one night and one of the nights, and Danny goes, he needs to be on your podcast. I'm like, all right, let's make it happen. So, boom, we made it happen. As a matter of fact, Danny's coming. Pretty quick, too. When's Danny coming? Because I'm coming then, too. It's actually going to be our one-year party. We're we're doing an on-year party birthday oh, party yeah and that's uh january 26th actually the night before our actual party at cavallo that's pre-gaming a, it. that's a friday we're, we're pre-gaming yeah a little yeah, foreplay a action all right not only that but we got danny coming we got the a little bit of the guys from floodwood coming in sorry awesome. if i just spit on it yep no, no. braids i, I love braids friend. yep yeah. braids is, uh, one of my brothers awesome and, and nick as well so they're gonna come in jam out a couple tunes uh, nick and nick the most handsome guy in bluegrass you mean yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, someone introduced him that to me as that the last time at Coho's Music Hall. <laughs> I'm <It's> like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was. I, I tend to hit on him a lot, actually. <laughs> no, no, Nick is uh, he, a great kid, amazing talent, can play like every instrument out there. I got that picture of you um, interviewing him at Modown, uh-huh. and you're like, you both are like gazing at each other, like, <laughs> like staring at each other in that like mesmerizing look. Yeah, very like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very gazing Hilarious. look. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's amazing talent. Amazing, amazing talent. So they're going to come in and <laughs> hang out with us that day. Danny's supposed to hang out. He's probably going to have a. Because, Dylan, as you've noticed, it's a rotating cast of characters that come yeah, into this place. I like it. Yeah, I mean, yesterday the door was open, and, like, how many people did we have in here yesterday? Oh, my God, too many. <laughs> too many, right. It gets, it gets a little out of control sometimes. When but you the, told me 3 o'clock, I thought I was running late, like, one thirty. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be late. 
And then I show up at 3.30. There's like 4 o'clock, and I'm like, oh, they're already doing it. I'm like, just sit down. I'm like, yeah, just sit down. I'm like, all right, here we go. That's it, man. <laughs> Jump on in. <laughs> the water is fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're really lax around I like here. it. It's it, awesome. It's really lax, and we like to drink beer and, you know, do our thing. Never heard of this stuff. No? Never. Yeah. Talk about Ithaca Brewing Company, yeah, though, for a minute, man. Right. Of course. Now, first of all, I, first of all we, do, we, we have a sponsorship with our good friends at Saranac. They're course. our brothers. I we love do them as well. I love the and, Mats very much. And I wanted to say that. Don't you have a relationship with those of two guys, course. right? Of course. We're very good friends with the Mats. Uh, we all like to joke around very much. Our head brewer is actually from uh, FX Matt. It's uh, Andrew Hausman. One of the greatest dudes in the world. Oh, with the beard. With the beard. I hey, know Andrew. Hey, you know Andy. Everyone yeah, knows Andy. I, know, I definitely yeah. know Here's him. He was a quality assurance guy, I believe. I did not before. know he worked there. Yeah, he's our head brewer now. He's one of the greatest dudes in the world. Awesome. And Fred Matt is also one of the greatest dudes in the world. Can I tell a story about this real quick? Oh, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. I, I hope, I I hope you, you're I listening, Damon. I <laughs> who is my best friend, by the I way? I love Damon. Damon's my best. I was in his wedding. Oh, you're kidding. And, and like oh him and my God. Sarah are best friends to me and my girl as well. We hang out all the time. This is awesome. So, yes, Damon, and that's my ties into the brewery, but it also goes back with Fred. So whatever story you have about Fred, I bet you I can top you. This, <laughs> this story, so this has everyone. Everyone's in this story. Oh, great. Everyone. <laughs> it's Tap New York. Uh, actually, it was Tap New York last year. And uh, always, every year, Saranac always throws this wild party in their hotel suite after the Saturday night. It, it, it's just they invite every brewer up. They're just like, just bring whatever you want. Just bring all the beer you want. We all drink together. We all have fun. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but... Then also, they also do a promo down the street in Tannersville, which is a few miles down the road. This year, we called the cab we called. It showed up as a minivan. Like, all right, we'll be able to fit maybe six people in this. There's 15 of us. So we're like, all right, we're going to like we'd say to the cab driver, we're like, all right, we'll try to get another one. All of a sudden, everyone just starts piling in. I'm like, uh, I'm like. I'm a pretty big kid. Where do I go? Like, there's 14 people in there already. Where the hell am I going to go? They're like, just jump up. Just jump in. They're just, come on. Just get in here. I'm like, no. No, I'm not going to lay across four other people. They're like, all right, get in the trunk. (laughs) Like, all right, I'll check that out. (laughs) So I I go pop up in the trunk. Oh, my God. It's like a minivan. Okay. Oh, my God. There's someone already in the trunk. Obviously, you're not Mexican. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 15 of us in this car. That's some white fr- yeah. privilege shit oh right yeah. there, <laughs> oh. God. And Fred is actually right in front of me. Sorry, Raz. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Raz. <laughs> oh, nice. Fr- Fred is in front of me, and he's laying, he's got his arm over the thing like this. With Damon over him, <laughs> just the same way, and all of a sudden, for some reason, I started rubbing his weenus. And his Fred, <laughs> Fred turns to me, he's like, "His weenus? His weenus?" Fred turns to me, he's like, "Dylan, are you rubbing my weenus right now?" <laughs> like, Fred, can you whisper that a little bit softer in my ear right now? <laughs> What's a weenus? It's the backside of your elbow. I did not know that. How was called did a you weenus. not know that's called a weenus? Uh, nah. 
I did not Whoa. know it was a weenus. I was better off not knowing that ah, it was called a weenus. I, I'm, I'm a little better knowing it's called a weenus because you know, what, you know what I what thought was a weenus was not that. I know. I you, thought I thought you guys had a pet name for each other uh, or something. <laughs> but I feel a little better knowing that was a weenus. Right. When knowing stories that I have of Fred, <laughs> that's, <laughs> guy likes to grab my ass a lot. But anyways. <laughs> Anyways. At least he doesn't headbutt like Damon. Oh, wow, you got headbutted by Damon? Twice in one night. What? You took a headbutt from the kid? Twice in a row. Call. I got to get him on the phone. I almost <laughs> cried. I'll call him right now if you want me to. He <laughs> took a headbutt from Damon. Wow, I have, I've known the kid 20 years and I still haven't taken a I will not take a headbutt from so Damon. So <laughs> the first one, I was a dumbass. I He did it. And I'm like, that didn't even fucking hurt you, pussy. Aww. And he grabbed me. And I've never, like, literally, I've never felt so much pain in my entire life. I'm like, holy shit, that hurt, Damon. Like, I was wheezy for, like, two days. And it was all because I, I tapped the Albany rep in the nuts because we had this great event together at the Lionheart. <laughs> and we had so much fun together. <laughs> I'm texting him right now. You headbutted Dylan Neary. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna laugh so hard. <laughs> I think he still regrets it too because my head is pretty hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to send him the text. Hilarious, because with Damon, when he gets hammered, that's his, it, like he gets over the like when he's blackout drunk. That's when he's headbutting. When he's blackout oh, yeah. drunk, I've seen him a few times. You, <laughs> right, right. You know him. I've, I've seen him. Yes. <laughs> so, when he, when he's in that mode, when he's blackout drunk, that the headbutts start coming out. But oh. you do not want to take a headbutt from that man. Two in a row. Wow. Actually, uh, remember wow. the police officer? I said that. <laughs> remember the police officer? I said that uh, pulled the guy from the burning <laughs> car. Big ups, Josh Sweet. Josh Sweet. Yeah. Um, Damon actually walked up to him when he was working at Verizon, and he's like, uh, "Is chicken here?" <laughs> and Josh was like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> like no idea who the fuck I was. Like, like no idea. No, nobody called me chicken. He's like, uh, "There's chicken now, right over there." And Damon's like, "No, chicken, chicken, you know, chicken, the dude." <laughs> and Josh is like, I, "Dude, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Damon's like, Mike, Mike O'Connor. <laughs> he's like, "What's his real name?" Josh calls me up. He's like, "Dude, they call you chicken." Nobody, <laughs> dude, nobody knew. Too funny. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. He's texting me right now. I said you had butted, and he goes, he goes, he rattled you good. <laughs> 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 the picture that his rep sent to me the next day, it was a picture of a caved forehead, and I'm like, yep, that's exactly how I feel right now. The cave forehead. A caved forehead. Uh, I, I, I'm dying. <laughs> I gotta go in for another one of these beers. They're good, man. They're really, really good. I, I gotta cut myself because I have to work tonight. And I know if I have another one, that's uh, going to make me want more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, how does that work? I, <laughs> I know how it goes. I, I know me. <laughs> like, I can have one, but after the second one, forget about it. <laughs> do, do you know Danny's buddy, Jared Kingsley? Uh, I don't know. He's got the greatest saying in the world. What's that now? His cutoff switch is broken. <laughs> and it's the same thing for me. I like I have a beer. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'll have one more. Mm -hmm. And then one more is like. I only spent twenty dollars last night talking about the next day. I look at my bank account; it's negative two hundred and eighty-three dollars. I'm like, interesting. I'm actually really, really good with that, though. I can have one or two beers, and I'm good. Uh, man. Wow! After the second one, it's I'm drinking. Game on! That's it. 
Yep. I can have the one. Like, I'm going to have the one right now because I, I have to be responsible. But it's after the second one. The, the second one kicks in, and it's just like. That's when the pants on. come off and the beards start flowing. It <laughs> really does. It's See, like, like Silver, gets, Silver gets pissed at me because I'm always too responsible. I don't uh. get really fucked up because I'm, I, I live far away. Oh. I live about a half hour away. I live in Forestport. So I always have to be mindful of driving. He lives with the moose. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, where the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, I live halfway to Old Forge. <laughs> okay. And, I was going to uh, say, it sounds like somewhere near Old Forge. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's just as far as Scattercoke. <laughs> <laughs> Scattercoke is And I walk around naked a lot, here. too. Yeah, so. yeah, right. This is He's the, the one that they saw in Pottersville, correct? <laughs> 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 have you seen that movie yet? No. no. It's a movie filmed in Hamilton. About a drunken guy wandering through the streets that everyone mistaken for Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> really? So you weren't drunken, but you were naked. But you know what's funny? North Lake, uh, there's actually um, rumors of people saying that they found there's uh, sightings of Bigfoot in North Lake. Huh? Uh, yeah, there was actually it was all over Facebook and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But that's only a few miles from my house. Is that's right? Well, is North? Which one's North Lake? I'm sorry. There's like it's right above South Lake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, God damn it! <laughs> Did I walk into that? Uh, <laughs> he loves pulling that one out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, there's two North Lakes. Um, I just realized that last year I was talking to somebody. There's North Lake that's out by. You by Albany, I think there's a North Lake, and there's one um, by us, uh, by for- Forestport. Forestport, Forestport yeah, Forestport. it's in Forestport actually. Wh- which other lake is it close to, other than South Lake? Because uh, <laughs> uh, well, there's First Lake. What? How does it go? Oh, yeah, it's before all that. Oh, yeah, okay. way okay. before all. Uh, yeah, it's before. White Lake. It's before yep. that too. Oh, jeez, yeah, but right. close to it. Oh, okay, not yeah. too far. From like adjacent lake. to that. How many lakes are up there? A lot. Millions. Yeah, there's oh, tons geez. of lakes up there. When do they start be considered like ponds? Ex- there, there's a few of those too. Yeah. <laughs> but it. there are many lakes, big ponds. Like I do you want to look at it. My camp yeah, is like considered. Yeah. His camp is considered a pond, and it's oh, huge. Really? But it's a huge. But it's a small, very small lake, but a huge ass pond. Yeah. Wow. And it's God's country up there. Like it's so, it's so peaceful, man. This summer, man, if you got time to come hang, man, you should come hang. We we do a bunch of those Adirondack hangouts, and we got a lot of friends up there. Ooh, that I love up. I love we up. We always do a pub crawl up there for. Uh, and all those bar owners are my friends too, uh, so we I, we would have a really last year really we did good the Adirondack time. barbecue fest. Unfortunately, he called it off this year. Oh no, that's yeah, really he, he made it, Max made the announcement just the other day oh, on man, Facebook. That, that was they, a great time. He had a but. He, that not to say that they won't come back in 2019. Is that an in, inlet? That was no, Old Forge. That was Old, old, Forge, old Forge, actually. Forge. Yeah, like pretty much right across the street from the Enchanted Forest parking lot. Oh, wow. I don't know why there isn't a beer festival up there. There was. Well, there was, there is, yeah. There is. Yeah. I, I went to it a couple years ago. Yeah, and it, not to say that there couldn't be, too. Because uh, did he culminate that with – no, 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 we were just drinking beer. So. Yeah, we were just drinking beer. <laughs> no, but there, there, uh, I went a couple years ago. Um, uh, it was a home show, my bad. Yeah, that was a home show. That's right. A couple years ago, it was in uh, October. Okay. They did one. And I believe it was, a, again, in this year was in September. Oh, damn. Yeah, so there is there, they do a brew fest. I know um, – hey, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know about this. I should know about this. Fulton Chain Breweries yeah. there. I yep. know they there. Uh, there was quite a few there because um, we – we went in October a couple years ago, and it snowed really? in October it was the day before. And I remember one side of the road was all orange, and the other side of the road was all white. And uh, it, was, it was a good time, but... What was the orange from? The... Beer? Leaves. 
Oh. One side, you know, from all the burnt leaves, and yeah, the other yeah, side yeah, was yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. I understand more. I'm like, wow. But yeah, sorry to flower power is getting to my head. Yeah, I'm like, how uh, much acid goes. did you guys eat then? Like, yeah. <laughs> right? No, but uh, yeah, I they definitely have a beer fest. That Fulham Brewery, they they have some pretty interesting beers. I guess they got a. Fluffer Nutter or something like that. It's like a peanut butter. Yeah, beer. yeah. I've I heard a lot about that actually. Have you spent time in Old Forge? I love it up there. Yeah, actually. it's yeah, great. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We do a pub crawl up there every year. That's right. You said that. So you and go to Slickers and out through the uh, yeah, back door. Van Ockens, I, oh, back door. I, oh well, we don't see go my boy all Albert. Van Ar- I love Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's Tobar. awesome. Tobar. Tobar. Yeah. Number one flower power account in Old Forge. <laughs> oh really? Is it? Oh yeah. Because nice. Andy used to work there. Ah. Oh, Andy actually has a cabin up there. His family does. Oh, very Houseman cool. And, uh, we, we you get that sky bar. That's pretty cool. Oh, sky bar. Yeah. And they also have the sexiest fucking foreign women ever. Yeah, they like, yeah, like Russian women. Yeah. Um, Slickers is cool. Then you got uh, Baker's. Everywhere. Love it up there. Yep, yeah, it's, it's a great really time. Cool. Old Forge is such a cool little town. I wish I could spend more time up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right now it's pretty hopping up there too with all the snowmobiles. Chance, yeah. You get a chance in the morning. Go to go to Eagle Bay. Go to the donut shop. Ooh, go wow. to the donut shop in the morning. Is that like the candy shop? Yep. Like it's oh it's yeah. they only sell the two kinds of donuts. Shop. You get the cinnamon or you get plain. Ooh. And their coffee and donuts is they're awesome. Yeah, then you could get like a, you get a, a breakfast, breakfast sandwich, sandwich or yeah. something like that too. Can but you get a breakfast sandwich on a donut? You could if you dismantled the breakfast. You stole <laughs> 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 you're on to something. That's the Troy Burger, man. Have you ever heard of the Troy Burger? No. It's two glazed donuts with a burger in, mid- in the middle of it. Wow. Welcome to Troy. <laughs> wow. Sounds like you have to have a couple glazed uh Clogging customers. arteries. <laughs> <laughs> you bring up Troy. I miss Rev Hall. That yeah. place was great, man. I used to love that joint. Me too, man. Love yeah. that joint. It was good. Greg was doing some good shows over there. Oh, Greg was killing it yep. there. I worked for Browns for five years, actually. Did so you? Extremely familiar. And they're with still Hall. there, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Browns still, Brewing Company. They uh, took over the hall. It wasn't them that was running it before, but they took over the hall. It's more of a wedding reception. However, I was there last Monday for their holiday party. It's kind of my uh, anniversary of quitting. I quit there three years ago on the anniversary <laughs> party. <laughs> and I showed up, Kelly and Gary. Gary loves me. Kelly's just like, ah, oh, Dylan. I was like, yeah, guys, this is my anniversary. They're like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, this is the anniversary. I quit three years ago. And they're like, and you're still gone. Yay. Ah, (laughs) They're celebrating you and you're celebrating them. (laughs) Love those guys, though. They're great friends. Yeah. And that Revolution Hall, the the concerts there. Yeah, I remember Humphreys McGee. Yeah, I was there. 2009. I'd never seen that place so packed in my entire life. I've seen them even before that. I think it was like, I want to say it was 05 or 06. i seen them I'd, there, I'd too. Maybe 07, I think. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But all those years, it's all one big oh. year for me. Oh, I hear that. The last 42 of them. <laughs> 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 it's all been one big-ass year, do man. You, do you remember your favorite show at Rev Hall? The Humphrey show, for sure. Awesome. For sure. Yeah. And then the Ha 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 the Moose. Oh. I remember seeing Ha Ha the Moose there. That was a lot of fun. I've seen a bunch of things there. I saw Seven Walkers there once. Do you remember Seven Walkers? Soul Live I saw there. The Rubber Soul Live show. Do you remember Seven Walkers? No. Billy Kreutzman, he's the drummer from The Grateful Dead. Yeah. We actually share the same birthday for some random reason. Um, And uh, one of the guys from The Meters, 
Ah, uh, what's his name? Why Russell Baptista? No, the the, the George the, Porter. George Porter. There it is. <laughs> and uh, keyboard player was from. Uh, I'm blanking on it. And then the drummer or the guitar player. I think what was the name of the song? Uh, Seven Walkers. Seven Walkers. Yeah, it was it was based around uh, pretty much George Porter and Billy Kreutzmann. It was like a. Uh, Oh, the the dr- the guitar player was another New Orleans artist. It was like a uh, Zydeco Dead influenced, really great band. Nice, a lot of fun. Right on. They had some great shows there. Oh, they were in existence maybe five years, maybe. I'd say possibly a little bit longer than that. A little longer than that. I have a really good friend that lives right across the street from there. I wish I met him when Rev Hall was rocking because he was living there at that time as well, and he'd talk about these things that we do and he'd be like i just watched you guys and then he met us a few years later and we have some of the wildest parties in this house to this day you would have loved that place chicken it was very kind of industrial it was a big space but they had an upstairs too like where was it balcony troy, it was in troy just over the the river there like it was right on the river and hmm. it was a it was a party bar man it was a really really cool place what years? uh <laughs> probably started 2000 Ended two thousand eight nine maybe something like that. Yeah, we used to go there a lot because Greg Bell Greg used Bell, to book yeah. it, and I had the club going at the same time, so we were kind of feeding off each other. And, at the and time. Danny was a bar manager at the time. See, I didn't know Danny back then. Oh actually. man, I, that's when I met Danny. That's when you met yeah. Danny. <laughs> and then we worked together at Browns. Yeah, I love Danny. Me too. One of my bestest friends, man. Literally. And I've, uh, I've known him maybe about six, seven years or whatever, and he is literally one of my best friends. I love the dude to death. One of the greatest dudes in the world. He really is, and I'm looking forward to his appearance here because he deserves to be – he needs to be on the show. I wish he lived closer because he'd be he here every day. He hasn't been here yet? No, he hasn't oh, been here yet. That he hasn't you know been what here he's yet. doing right now? I'm smoking weed. He's in New York City, <laughs> totally smoking blood somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I met him at Modown. Yeah. Yeah. And um, – yeah, the first day at Modown, I, I like loaded in, and I it was pouring down rain, and I, I I just got in because, you know, it was pouring down rain, so I just put everything under the tent, and he comes flying in with a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding. He goes, "Oh, you're in here." I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "We we were using this to smoke blunts." <laughs> like, cool. Welcome to Troy. I, uh, <laughs> I, I love that man. But I picked his brain, man. He's he's a smart dude. He, he really is, man. He's killing it at the palace. Oh, killing it, him, killing it, killing it, killing him it. Him and I live a block away from each other. Oh, okay. It's the greatest situation. I didn't know that for the longest time, and all of a sudden he's like, "Yo, Dylan." He texted me. He's like, "I just saw you walking your dog." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You're in Water Leap right now, walking your dog." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "I live right there too." I'm like. Fuck you, man. <laughs> and, uh, however, we, li- we live a block away, but he lives in a different town than I do. He's in Colony. I'm in Waterville. He's a little classier than I am. Yeah. <laughs> the king of deals. Uh, yeah, Danny's the man. He's the man. He really, really is. I'm looking forward to it. And then we were doing these things at summer camp and mow down and, like, tips on how to be more professional. And uh, just some funny, funny shit, man. So I always tell Danny he, does, he needs to have a show of his own. Like, he oh. should be doing his thing. You know, the thing is, too, because he's very good with his employees and, and the people that work for him, like, people totally love, love him. him and respect him. But it's all about the way he treats people, too. You know, he's very respectful, but, you know, he lays down the law as well. 
Oh, There's yeah. always that fine line. His his thing is it's always about giving a nice no. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a point there. He definitely he's got a point. It's all about giving a nice no, you know? <laughs> you gotta settle set him down easy. Listen, I understand where you're coming from right now, and you know, I feel really bad for you, but I'm sorry. It's not really something I can accommodate you with. You know? I've, I've literally <laughs> heard it, that like, entire phrase from his mouth. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Like we would go and work summer camp and like have these little ways that we would s- be more professional. You know, it was it was a, I used a to shtick. Have, I used to have a supervisor that she could tell me to do things, but she would like ask me, hey, you know, if you have time, do you mind doing this? And I'm like, OK, you know, that, that was very nice. And then, like. I knew damn well she could have just told me to do it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it was, like, her way of saying, like, I'm I'm telling you to do this, but, like, very nicely. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you feel. Judiciously. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Is that the word? Hey, do you mind uh, doing this when you get a chance? But, like, you know damn well, like, you have to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, say so you couldn't just turn, like, no, I don't want to do it. And then she'd be like, no, you have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's she could just, like, happen. do this. And you'd be like, oh, man, you're a bitch. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But, like, it was, like. You, you felt better about doing it. Like, yeah. you could never say no. Right. You just could never say no to her because she was so nice about it. You know what I mean? Like, those, there's some people, like, they're just oh, so yeah. nice about it that you just can never, abs- like, never say no. Mm-hmm. Kill them with kindness. Absolutely. Kill, yeah, kill them with kindness. Another funny story from this past year, New Year's, we were we were putting the balloon drop together. Oh. We, it took us a couple days that to put these fun, balloon man. drops. And, and it worked out really well. Really so well. So we put this balloon drop together, and it took uh, some planning and putting it together, whatever. Finally, New Year's hits, 3, 2, 1, the balloon drop comes. Took a minute though for a second. It took uh, a split second to open up the chute, but if I I was up, I was fucked up enough to not notice that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> I said, "There go, please open, please open, please open, please open." Finally, it opened. It was maybe a couple seconds after. Uh, Happy New Year! It nailed it for me. Like, you, nailed it. You could see the stagehands struggling with it for a second, but it opened. Anyways. Danny's just sitting there, right, with arms up in the air. He goes, I'm tired of hitting home runs. I'm tired of hitting home runs. I'm just tired of it. <laughs> so he, I got I so much love and love respect him. for that man. I, He's I, one I of the greatest human beings in the entire world. He really is. He really is. Looking forward to his appearance. And, yes, if he, when he could, does come, it's January 26th. If he comes, please come. Um, that's a Friday? That's a Friday, man. That's a Friday, so we got to make sure we get more room in here because I think we're going to need room that day. Oh, uh, I think we got more room now. I know, but we're going to need to get some rid of some of these things. And we're going to need more room. <laughs> I got a feeling that day. Our one-year anniversary party. I can't believe it's here. I know. Anyways, Dylan Neri in the house with us from the Ithaca Brewing Company. What it, so this is like your flagship. Flower power, And, and then you got apricot wheat. Apricot and then wheat. there's brown nut. Well, we don't really do nut brown anymore. Or nut brown. Uh, it's kind of like an old English style that people don't really drink anymore. So everyone's Really? Why is that? It, uh, it just it's lost peop- its fad? People want hops nowadays. It, it gotcha. Beer is just as finicky as everything else. Mm-hmm. Like music, arugula, cell phones. What'd you say? Arugula. What the heck is that? I hardly even know her. <laughs> 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 Is she Dominican? Uh, no, I think she's a leafy bitter green. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, beers, uh, it's a very uh, strange world we live in. Arugula. In the <laughs> I'm Natalie Arugula. If I can remember that, I'll take it. Arugula. Arugula. I hardly even know it. Arugula! <laughs>
<laughs> I feel like that's like a something it, you would say to get yourself all pumped up. Arugula! <laughs> <laughs> you ever see My Blue Heaven? Long time. Yeah, ago. right. That the Arugula. mafia, right? It's a vegetable. And was that kind of? It's a, a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that in years. Wasn't that like a semi mafia movie? Yeah, it, it had. Right? It had what's his name? Uh, um, Steve Martin, right? Yeah, Steve. Yeah, Martin. Steve yeah, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I do remember that movie. Great movie. That's Long that's partially where that stupid arugula joke came from. Ah, gotcha. Also, partially because of a friend that I worked with back in uh, God knows when. Sounds like a horn. Arugula. Arugula. <laughs> Anyways, back to Ithaca <laughs> Brewing Company. Yeah, back to that. <laughs> it is so finicky, though. Yeah, it yeah. is. I feel like beer snobs are really, really picky about right of course now, their beer. The hottest thing right now for beer is something you can't get. What's that? Anything you can't get, people want it, which is true with most things. So everyone wants, like, Treehouse of the World, uh, I'd say sip of sunshine, but they're everyone's getting it now, so people don't want it now. It's weird. It, like oh, supply and demand. Sup- Matt's beer ball. I would kill for one of those right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even had one, but I'd kill for one. But right you've now. heard about <laughs> it though, right? Oh, I've heard so many stories about Matt's beer balls. Uh-huh. It's insane. Like sledding on them, cutting them open, and making so many different things out of them. <laughs> this is what the third time it's been brought up yeah. this week. <laughs> All right, Matt's beer yeah. bring it back. Oh, bring it back. Turn, yeah. I'd imagine they're illegal nowadays. Well, chicken. What do they do at your camp? They turn them into like buoys with candles and yeah. lights in yep. them and shit like that. Turn them into like uh, lights for your camp. And my one of my best friends, who's uh, a little bit older than I am, he's about fifty three, fifty four. I've worked with him actually uh, for the past eight or so years. He worked at Browns originally as well. Worked at Ithaca. Now he just moved back to Rochester. He He's from Ithaca. He went to Ithaca College. No, he's from Rochester, but he went to Ithaca College. And these stories about these Matt's beer balls when he was in college. Because he was a rugby, or, uh, yeah, rugby guy. And rugby guys are literally some of the craziest people. Yeah. They're a little weird. A yeah. little bit. We're well-versed in rugby guys. They like okay. to sing and do weird things. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, 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 tit fuck. Nah, 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 tit fuck. <laughs> But my my baby loves it best when I'm coming on her chest. (laughs) These guys, these stories with these beer balls, though, like they they cut them in half. They if it was snowing out, they sled on them. If it wasn't snowing out, they put ice in it and put the other one on it like these stories. And then they turn them into lanterns. They turn them into like masks. They just had so much fun with this. And I never got to live it. I'm so pissed. (laughs) But you know it's great. What was great about the beer balls is like when you're throwing a party and you didn't have enough for like a keg, but you like you, you know you don't want to buy cases and cases of beer and return all the bottle. You buy a beer ball. You buy the ball. Yep. Buy the ball. And then if you couldn't get it open, you just you get a knife and cut the top off and then you dip your cup in. Yep. <laughs> no way. Yep. Yeah. You're like, oh no, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> we grew up on Matt beer balls. That's for sure. Yep. It's a shame they stopped making them. Do you know right around when they stopped making them? I'd say I'd say probably early eighties. Yeah, probably. No, 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 later. Probably early nineties. Because yeah, early nineties. Because I do remember time when my my brothers had um, (laughs) I think it was the um fireworks over Central New York. They kicked a beer ball. And he literally kicked one and hit a kid in the face. It's like a Donald Trump meme. Yeah. (laughs) But with a beer ball instead of the world. Cut a kid's (laughs) head open with a beer ball. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They they did last for a while. And we were drinking them in high school and even after high school. So I would say. Can I can I date 
what 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 year did you guys graduate high school? Uh, in the early nineties. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ninety four. Okay, so you were drinking them in high school? Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking like late eighties. I was no, weaned no. on Mets. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I pretty much got UC still running through my veins. Uh, you know, I do too, and I don't even drink that often. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to see the Hollow have UC oh, on, uh, yeah. on uh, New Year's. I was like, oh, my God. I love they love UC. Yeah, he says they Did do I see you well. at the Hollow at, on New Year's? That's where we talked about being on this podcast, Dylan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, looked at, I, <laughs> I looked at my phone the next day. I'm like, oh, my God, I went back to the Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Willie B's checking in. He wants to know if they have concerts at Ithaca Brewery like they do at Saranac and Oma Gang. Oh, I wish we had concerts like that. Uh, we're working at that. But the sound ordinance in Ithaca is ridiculous. You oh, yeah. It, it shuts down by 1 o'clock. Like uh, bars close at 1 in Ithaca. Oh, yeah. Bars it, close at 1, and also you can't go above 90 decibels in any area. Did you ever hear the band Rainbow? We can get them. The can guy we, Rainbow? Yeah. He, he, he <laughs> I love Rainbow. 90 <laughs> decibels, though? That it's There's a sign driving into town wow. that says that. Wow. We have had concerts. We will again. We have to be very cautious with our neighbors. They're usually daytime concerts. Mm -hmm. And Dan, the owner, would be all about concerts. He owns about 65 acres behind the brewery, so we have plenty of land. It's just the neighbors get... Yeah, Sounds like 65 shame. acres don't have too many neighbors. No, they're right behind it, actually. The, uh. the, acres, like the acreage goes this way. And then there's a couple well, houses up 65 here. 65 acres, sound travels no matter where you are. Oh, you yeah, know what totally. I mean? And and if you got bitchy neighbors, then well, I mean, it's sometimes not like it's not worth the headache. It's not yeah, like yeah. you're throwing Metallica concerts. I mean, right? True. Yeah, it's mostly like bluegrass or something. Right. Fun like right. That. Like, it's a, we're pretty spoiled with it, when it comes to Saranac because the concerts sometimes the concerts can go till 11:30 at night. I know. And you guys and are just rock extremely out. We're right, spoiled. Right in the middle of the ghetto. Too. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part about it. I love it. <laughs> and then you got <laughs> Amagain does too, and they get yeah, some great. That's concerts. in the middle of nowhere. Right. That's right. in the middle of nowhere. Right. However, we're in the middle of the yeah. ghetto, man. We're right in the like the hood, bro. We're I like two blocks away. There's like yep. shootings. <laughs> yeah. My favorite concerts at Saranac have always been Mo and Humphreys. Yeah. I can't wait. See, I love when Dropkick comes. See, I'm more of a. Yeah. Dro Dropkick's played a couple times yeah. there. But they, one of my surprise favorites, mm -hmm. though, you, you mentioned her the other day, was um, Grace Potter. Grace oh, Potter. She's I awesome. Had, I had no idea. I've never heard anything about her. I went to the show because you and Tori brought me and Karen with you. Mm -hmm. And. I'm just sitting there and, and this Sexy. girl just freaking wailed, man. I'm the like best woman in rock, I think. She just she had a child it. too. Did she really? And she's still looking beautiful. The first time I saw her was at Rev Hall. Yeah. The first Did, were time you in that I ever picture? saw her. Were you in that picture at the rock? You I probably were. Danny's <laughs> in it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I you didn't know Danny not. back then. I did not know Danny back There's then. There's this greatest picture. Uh, do you know the rock in Troy? Yes. There's the gr there was the greatest picture ever. It's all of the Rev Hall staff from that time, like Pat McGowan, Danny Taylor, Jared Kingsley, and Greg Bell, all with a picture of uh, Grace Potter and her band mm -hmm. right there at the Rock. And wow. it, this picture was inside the Rock for uh, longer than I should say. Really? Yeah. Dice. I love that woman. But yeah, first time I saw her was at, at, at Rev Hall. That's she awesome. used to rock it up and down the... Oh, my God. She was... 
pretty much had roots in Albany, really. I know she was from she's Vermont. She's from Burlington. Burlington, but, but yeah, she, she was playing Albany yeah, all the she time. Loves Albany. She got started there pretty much. And well, where are you going to get your roots in Vermont? You know what I mean? Like, so like well, you'd be Nectar's surprised, man. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, mean like, look at all these bands from Vermont nowadays. Yeah, Fish, Twiddle now. Twiddle's blowing yeah. up all over the Love when those guys. Hit, but when you want to hit a big crowd, I mean, you got to start venturing out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Vermont's a very small community. True, but you got to be a local band before you're a national. Band. No, I get it, but like, if you're gonna go local, I mean, you could go local someplace like, I mean, if you start making marketing like Albany, I mean, Albany's a big, bigger market mm, per se. Yeah, Probably the same size w- as Burlington. Yeah, maybe? I'd say so. That's why we call it Smallbany. Smallbany. <laughs> it, it, we're very influential in New York, but none of it means anything. I love hanging out in Albany. I got some great friends in Albany, and I've seen Albany go through so many changes for as many years as I've been hanging out yeah. in Albany for like twenty plus years or whatever. Um, I seen like the Red Square, yep. and then Francis, of course, Valentine's yeah. and QE, Deadbeats, yeah, QE two, QE twos, and, and bogeys, and oh, it's like it's always had a rich music scene, but I feel always. like it's kind of kind of leveled out maybe maybe lack of venues uh, almost the same thing what we got going on here in utica the greg bell keeps trying to fix that we, I, listen greg bell's the only one carrying the flag you, right you, now him and kim neaton now kim, uh, yes, kim's working out kim. I, kim, just kim's, uh, I love kim she mm-hmm. and she her and greg are literally bringing back the music scene great and uh, well greg has always done the he's music always scene, done but i feel like there's always he's always struggled with venues is what his right. problem was you're right i've known greg forever and like that's always been his gripe is like he'd bounce from one place from it was hall valentine's closes, rev valentine's hall closes, valentine closes. Bulldozes. yeah you know and every now and then do a, a show at the palace but He's was always kind of like or at the egg, but there's no booze at the egg. That's the only there is, thing. but you're 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 not supposed to carry it into the show, but right. you can jam it into your jacket. Well, regardless, and, right and, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jillian's and there was all these oh, great man. little venues in Albany's for many years, but yeah. they, they've all either closed. Albany, or Albany's weird. Well, you still got upstate. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. With I'm you not crazy about the venue, but they uh, get good. I'll leave it at that. They get good acts. Well, the step up does a good job of booking as far as a venue itself. Yeah, awful. I mean it's, it's an, awful. It's, it's an awful center. venue. I'm it's, sorry. It's it a, is. It's a freaking shopping center. It's a strip mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The, it's weird. the ceiling, ceiling's too low and people are too tall for some reason. And I'm an averagely tall person, I think. But everyone is taller than I am when I go to that venue. Yeah, and then if it's overly packed, you're stuck. You don't see anything. There's no sight line. If you're stuck over there by where the merch is or over by the bathrooms, or there's nowhere to see. And the the little VIP area, the little uh, sky little box that they got, we can fit ten people in there if that. Like it's. uh, However, do you see what Putnam (laughs) Putnam Den's doing? Putnam Den's a great venue. Do you see what they're doing? I heard uh, they got new investors into the place. Tiff Tiff is still there. Yeah, they got. Uh, some new investors and everything, but they're redoing the entire place. It they already redid the inside. The floor looks amazing. If you don't remember the floor from before, it was like a, a freaking like a sticky pancake when you stepped on it. Your foot wouldn't like you couldn't lift your foot. You're like, oh, this is gross. The floor looks amazing. The the uh, stage looks great. Cool. Backstage is just as small for some reason, but I understand that. Um, it's a blast. I it, and, uh, I love that. I've always had a great time in that place, and, too. And they're uh, planning on doing some things outside as well, and I cannot wait to see what goes on with that. It's going to look amazing. Cool. Cool. It needed a little makeover. Yeah. It did. But Tiff has been there, what? Fi- she's been there about 15 years or something like that, right? She's been there a long, long time. Probably about 10 or so, yeah. She, her and I used to 
you know, have bands together. She, they would play in Utica one night and go play Saratoga the next night. So awesome. I had That's a good, cool. good relationship with Tiff for, for many years. But uh, it's good to see her revamped. And yeah. I, like I heard she got new investors and the place is yep. going to be looking she good. So. The last time I talked to her, she was having a lot of fun and doing everything right. And awesome. Like, this, this is how it's done. Now, Saratoga's like, always been a pretty cool scene. I always felt like Saratoga. And it is a lot. Oh, yeah. Putnam, Spack. Dunn, Putnam Dunn being an anchor and, and Spec, of course, for the national thing. But yep, then there yep. was always been like the cool local little places. Yeah, there's always some. Icos. Do you remember Icos by any Whoa, chance? Oh, no. I've always been no. surprised though. like Spec hasn't piggybacked off of like the national acts. You know what I mean? Like, what you know, do you like, mean? like the local bars, you know, like, OK, usually like uh, if, if a band plays at the odd. Right. And then like, you know, say like there's a corn show. Then, like, another bar would have yeah, right, an right, after party. Right, right, an after party. Oh, that's always I Putnam Den. Yeah. Always. Oh, see, I, every time I've gone to a show at SPAC, I've never heard of another oh, party. Oh, but you're, you're talking, like, corn shows. No, no, I'm just talking any show. I've yeah. gone to so many shows at SPAC. Like I, and, and, like, the jam band scene, there always is an yeah. after show at Putnam yeah, Den. Putnam Den And then, though, we played the one time after Mayhem Fest when I had Brass Knuckle going. We played at Putnam Den oh, right, nice. after, right after Mayhem. And that was awesome. my birthday, actually, with us and Autumn Fire. That was a great night, actually. Wait, a lot whoa, of fun. Whoa, what's your band? Well, this is my old metal band, Brass okay. Knuckle Intercourse. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my old band. But nice. uh, it was... After it was my birthday, actually, I can't remember how old I turned, but uh, there was Mayhem Fest with probably twenty one, and uh, Motorhead was playing, and wow. no, I was in my I was definitely in my thirties. That sounds time. like a pretty big like yeah, it was Slipknot, Motorhead, Anthrax was there, and um, then you guys did the after party. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Awesome, man, a lot, a lot of fun. Anybody come and hang out as well, or uh, like no, I can't remember, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a long night. <laughs> Yeah, it was bad. One of those nights. But you know, I've been to thousands of shows. Well, not thousands, but hundred, probably close to a hundred shows at SPAC. Yeah. And I've never heard. You know, I've camped out over there, and I've never heard of. That's the spot. Lee's campground. Go to Lee's campgrounds after the show. I've never uh, done that because no. I'm so local. No, I go to. We go oh, to Whispering go. Winds. Remember we that. What is See, that? That sounds like a nudist colony. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you haven't been there? I thought you would be there. <laughs> Get in the hot tub, Dylan. <laughs> well, I heard Lee's is more for, like, you know, if you want to party and, like, go yeah. nuts. Yeah, you yeah, know, like, that's Lee's. But, like, if you want to, like, just, you know, you've been to Lee's. Yeah, no, many times. Or not, no, 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 not Lee's. Whispering Pines, Whispering, I've been to yeah. both of them. Uh, <laughs> Lee's is a party, dude. Yeah, that's the crazy one. Like, it, it gets crazy. Uh, I haven't been to either. Summer. Whispering Pines, I like because um, they just leave us alone, yeah, it's and quiet. like it's it's a little quieter, and we yeah. can just do our own thing, and it's not like a clusterfuck, and it's cleaner, and you know. Lee's campground is like a festival all over again, all over again. Completely. You gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> 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 it is though. Like when you go to Lee's campground, it's just wide open. Sometimes they'll have bands playing in the campgrounds, and just people. You know, running up and down the place all over. Well, it, see, that's when I read the reviews. That people were like, "Oh man, there it, was it no could be loud." Yeah, there was no bathrooms, and like the people were pissing everywhere, and like mud and this and that. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, you're better off if you want it quiet or whatever, going to Whispering Pines. But if you want a raging party afterwards, go to Lee's. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild, bro. It really. Is. I feel like you should experience that once in your life. I should. Yeah, like when I went to the Dead and Company party, I should probably went there. That's where you should have went yeah. right afterwards. But as far as after parties and shit, like when you have like jam bands and stuff, they all go to. Uh, like when we went to, uh, was it Mayhem that we all went to? Yeah. You know, we, it was just us, and we had like we got the two campsites together. Remember, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think that was cool because they just left us alone. Yeah, it was quiet. Yeah, we partied like five in the morning. Nobody was fucking quiet. cared. But the thing is, like that Whispering Pines is a little bit. You got to drive there. A little where bit. Where Lee's is right there. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's blocks. Not walking distance, but it's like, you know, too far to walk, too close to drive type of thing. So it didn't matter because we, you know, we had Karen's van. Yeah, and a sober Karen. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, which helped. <laughs> Lee's nowadays has shuttles as well. Too. Oh, do they? A lot of the shows have shuttles. Even better. Oh, yeah. wow. The hippie shows as well, at mm. least. I, I'm not too sure about everything else. I'd imagine all of them. But I like SPAC. Man, SPAC runs a great ship, man. They do. They, they totally. do. There's never any traffic. No, man. They, I they, got, they got a great handle on the traffic, dude, and that's important. Day, somehow. You know? Back in the day, you used to get stuck in traffic there for hours. That was back back years ago, but years nowadays, ago. I mean, the last 10 Oof. years, I can't think of ever being stuck in traffic. They just back. shuttle you in so fast, and it's like, how did that just happen? I'm, even, already, even I'm already out drinking. Like, mm-hmm. Even when it? you're driving, though. Like, you're I'm already getting a out. ticket from the cops right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, even when you're driving, you're in and out, like, quick. It's one of the quickest venues. You're in and out. Like, like nothing. And, and, like, the only thing I don't like is, like, when you're on the lawn, sometimes you're standing at the, the know, Yeah, the, 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 uh, the, the, the steep hill, whatever. But it is what it is. But I like the fact that you can walk around. There's, you know, different spots you can go to. You can, like. ton of beer spots. Yes. You can go sit in, like, sh- sit in the shade. You can go to another bathroom if you want. There's, like, right. bathrooms in the back. If you need to get away, you can. Yeah. Absolutely. You want some peace of However, I went to, um. Farm Aid. I had never seen that place so crazy in my entire life. Thankfully, I was somewhat working. I went there when Browns was actually a feature, and I was working for Browns at the time. I actually came up from a beer festival in Beacon, New York, just to go to this. And I get there, and literally, it, the place is packed to the back end. Mm-hmm. And Thankfully, everyone that was working for Browns at the time was also like, Dylan, just go around back and fill your own beer. <laughs> so I, I kept wandering off from my friends that I was with, getting a beer, trying to find them. I couldn't find them for hours every time. I'm like, I don't know if it's I'm drunk or there's way too many people it, here. That's when you find new friends. Yeah, I did every time. <laughs> every I'm, like, I'm going to come hang out with you guys. That's what I do. <laughs> I just find new friends. I'm like, hey, I've met these people. <laughs> Willie B's checking on the text line. He says Lakeview needs to get their shit together out in Syracuse. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's leaving a show. He waited in traffic for two hours leaving the K-Rockathon. Oh Dude, trying they, to, they need to get it together. And trying to get there. in there. And getting in there sucks, There's too. There's no easy way to get there. It's all one way in, one way Especially out. Especially yeah. during the fair time. It's fucking oh, a kick fuck in the It's brutal. Ass. Why even go to a show during the fair time? It, or you plan on getting there at 10 a.m. Dude, it took me and my brother Walk an there. hour and a half to get in there. <laughs> it, it was like a kick in the fucking balls. <laughs> Seriously. It was a pain in the they ass. They do need to get their shit together. As far and, as and, and that they whole should. lake is kind of sketchy to begin with. Yeah, yeah, the lake that nobody wants to view. The contaminated <laughs> lake. But I will say this. Sunset. At like when that sun's coming down at eight thirty, nine o'clock, or whatever, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's nice. It's oh, yeah, beautiful. But I lo- yeah, nice. it really is. I love it at the day after I went and seen a concert there, and I pissed in the in the woods over there. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, and they yeah. like issued that like if you peed in the woods, you might contract some kind of weird contamination. <laughs> You're gonna have a parasite in your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you got herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I had that before. <laughs> <laughs> I got it again. <laughs> If you piss in there, you might get worms all over your penis. So. <laughs> no, you, you, I, I got a tick in my dick one time from peeing in the woods. I'll never do it again. You got a tick in your dick? On it. 
You got a tick oh, on your dick. However, wow, chicks really do personal dick personal scars. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> hey, man. So chicks like the dick on the dick. A tick on the dick. So you had a tick. You didn't get Lyme disease, did you? I don't did know. Did your dick yeah. get Lyme disease? It, it did. It actually yeah. fell off. There's nothing there anymore. I'm also Irish, so there's nothing oh, there to begin yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take on your dick. Yep, I'll never pee in the woods again. Did I'll you bleed when you tried to pull it off? Did you have to get like tweezers I actually, and shit? I actually, oh, let me tell you this story. Because you know when you got, I got to take him off my dogs. You got to get the tweezers and, and pull them out. Like, I have to do that. Did you leave on the tick on your dick I, for I a while? I have to get the tweezers to find my dick. It was about two a week that I had it on there for. I didn't oh, realize because I also zippered myself on the same day. <laughs> so I thought it was a scab. And Dude. by the end of this week, I, it was growing. Sure, wasn't scabies? I'm, I'm almost positive it wasn't scabies. Okay. At the end of the week, it, it was growing, and I, I turned to my brother, who is one of the sweetest, uh, most amazing people in the world. <laughs> I'm like, Ian, <laughs> I, I need you to look at something. He's like, you are being way too serious right now, Dylan. I'm like, what do you mean, man? He's like, I've never seen you be this serious. I'm like... I need you to uh, look at this. Um, That's a brother. It's, it, uh, it's a brother situation, man. Uh, there's a tick, I think, or something. I'm like, I don't know if it's a tick or a scab, but it's growing. I'm like, you got to look at it. He's like, all right, all right, where is it? I'm like, it's on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck. <laughs> he, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> See, if it was a skeeter on your Peter, you could just whack it off. <laughs> <laughs> he's four years older than I am, so he knows his dick very well, I'd imagine. Yeah. And he's like, all right. He's I'll a locker room guy. Yeah, I'll look. No, he's not. He's, oh, yeah. he's just like I am. He's like, no, Dylan, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm like, you got to. You got to. He's like, all right, I'll look at it. He looks at it. He's like, where's the rest of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for that one. He was waiting for that one. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, yep, that's a tick. <laughs> and at the time, my cousin was there. Actually, we, we did a podcast at the time way back then. My cousin was there as well. He's like, can I see? I'm like, fuck <laughs> you, man. Get out of here. <laughs> it was a good time. It's it, a was good on, time. it was on the tip of it? No, it was on the shaft. Oh, I was on your shaft? Yeah. Oh. Chicks dig scars, man. Like, Yeah. Every time I tell them I got a tick on my dick, they're like, can I see it? Like, everyone wants to s- Every chick wants to see your scar. How'd you pull it out? I actually went to the doctor. Did you? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. We're oh, yeah. I would make a doctor do oh, that. Oh, yeah. However, they gave me a prescription for the um, whatever they – I never took Penicillin it. or yeah, something. I like was that. 18. Uh-huh. It, I don't think it was penicillin, but it was like the whatever. Viagra. The, yeah, it was Viagra. Viagra. <laughs> totally Viagra. Cialis. <laughs> See, it's like, why are you giving me Adderall for a tick bite? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> they, they, they gave you medication, huh? That's crazy. Now, uh, while it was uh, the the tick uh, the tick um, preventative uh, Lyme disease. Oh, uh, Lyme disease preventative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but I never, I never filled it, and I never took it. <laughs> and I don't think I have Lyme disease. However, I think it was a little less prevalent back then. I was eighteen at the time. Are you tired all the time? Uh, no. Then you're good. Only when I'm stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Those are indicas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are indicas. I, I should stick to the sativas. Sativas. Yeah. Baby. Sativas. Well, thanks for getting personal with us, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to see it? No. no. <laughs> if, if the tick was still in your dick, probably. Oh, but I don't want to see the scar. 12-year-old no. dick tick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did that. 12-year-old dick tick. Yeah. Yeah, you just said that, too. 12-year-old <laughs> tick tick. Tick tick. Yeah. 
Tick, tick, tick. Do they? Uh, we're gonna start calling you Tick, Tick, though. Uh, there's <laughs> one other person that does. Okay, and that's your brother. Nope, oh. it's actually the owner of Browns. So, <laughs> so if you had a girlfriend, she'd be a Dick, Tick, Chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, click, click. <laughs> so that's a first. I never heard anybody yeah, having a tick on their dick. You're that's a first for me. me too, actually. Yeah, it's like straight from like. I've heard gerbils in the butts, and I've heard parasites in your pee hole and stuff like that. But I mean, what was that movie, Stand by Me? Yeah, yeah. The leech on her dick. Yep. But I never heard of a dick, a tick on her dick. Tick, tick. I'm Irish. It's much smaller. I mean, I had. I mean, I went. Okay, I'm in the woods all the fucking time. Was it a deer tick? What kind of tick? I'd have met. It was in the woods, so it should have been a deer tick. But I didn't get Lyme disease from it. Yeah, but how does he like? How do you know? Did you like? Look at it and be like, "Oh, it's a deer tick." Or it's I mean, I jerked off for a week with it in my dick. I did you really? Every day. You oh, looked at it. Man. Did it? Did it irritate or? It anything? actually like, stared at me, once. Like, what are you doing to me? He's like, yeah. Why yeah. are you slapping me around like this? <laughs> 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 tell, tell me, tell me the truth. You kind of liked it. You kind of <laughs> liked it. He, he liked it you. more than I did. <laughs> I <think. laughs> he just like knew that it was like naughty. Like all oh, um, that. Oh, Did you keep the tick and put in like a little test tube or whatever? I actually have it with me right now. <laughs> 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 Did I got this, this little necklace that I wear. It's like in a rice thing. <laughs> the only time I ever had a tick on me, I've uh, and, you know, I go and you're woods. in the woods all the time. I go in the woods all the time. Like never. I go bushwhacking. I go hiking. All crazy shit. Never have a tick. I went golfing. Knee. You know, like you know. Golfing, golf course, fucking, you know, field. What's golf? You know, that's, that's a golf course you, tick. You whack the fucking ball. <laughs> and uh, I get, I go home to take a shower, and I have a tick like right on my inner thigh. Ooh. Yeah. So that fucker was climbing there. He, he likes. Was, he was he right where you're talking. He you likes know? warm spots, man. That's why he jumped to my shaft. Yeah. So I. And I, he like, loves the smell of vinegar. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I got him right before he got there, but um, yeah, I found it kind of weird. Like all the places I go in, in the woods and everything out in the middle of nowhere. Do you have dogs? No. Oh, okay. But, like, uh, one time I go golfing. We're, like, barely even, like, grass higher than my uh, soles of my shoes. And I get a tick. On your thigh. On my thigh. Inner thigh. Inner thigh. Yep. You're turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't my dick, but. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was kind of weird. Uh, like, uh, I, I have a dog as well. And uh, during the summertime, she comes, like, if I go anywhere with high grass, I have to look at her. She's a short-haired dog, so, like, you can see it pretty quickly. But I, I I see it, I scream, I'm like, oh my god. I grab it with a paper towel and I light that shit on fire. I'm like, this motherfucker's dead. Not flushing it. Burn. Burn. I'm watching you burn. God, ticks are scary, man. Like Lyme disease is no joke. It's, yeah, it's right. no joke, you're right. No joke. Like I feel like there's a lot of it. Oh yeah. A lot of ticks out there. It's in, <laughs> in New York. So many ticks. It's scary. It is. It is scary. You're going to go back to work tomorrow and be like, so Dylan, what'd you do yesterday? Well, I went on this podcast and we ended up talking about how I had a tick on my dick and you didn't promote our beer at all. Uh, <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drank a few and that's what promoted the story. Yeah, I, I put a couple back and I decided to tell my dick tick story. <laughs> yeah. And it this happened. other guy told his vasectomy story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. We're all it's a dick around. day. Yeah. <laughs> Usually is. You know what the D stands for, right? Uh, Dicks. <laughs> the D. You guys think it stands for disruption networks, but no, it nope. stands for dude. <laughs> dude. Dick. Dude. Dink. Duh. Dildos. <laughs> Duh. Fucking 
Durr. <laughs> Anyways. It's about that time. Is it? It's almost. Yeah, I know. This has been a fun show, though, man. Yeah. I, Larry, I love having Larry on. Larry's been on. Uh, well, he was on Z's Company. Well, no, he has been on EC Radio before. Oh, did you see right? I posted that uh, Z's Company is with uh, Mandry? I saw that you posted that. Yeah. That was some funny shit. Showed up in my uh, my memories. And I want to. That's the very first thing we ever did in the studio. It was in that room. Yeah. It was yep. the very first thing. So you posted that up, uh, and uh, and there it is. Yep. We're killing it. <laughs> and uh, if you remember that later. day, there was some technical difficulties, and we had to shoot that off my iPad. Oh. So, but it was still funny, and it, it's always great to have Mandria on. But, yeah. Have you ever had Rainbow here? Oh, yeah. Oh, well. For, like, five minutes. Yeah, Rainbow. <laughs> Did he sing you happy birthday? No, he divaed he diva us. Oh. Yeah. He came in because I've known Rainbow for many yeah, years. Yeah, I yeah. know his story. I know the guy's had nine lives. I mean, there's so much crazy shit's happened to that dude. Literally. Like, he's he's been hit by a bus. Yep. Got struck by lightning. Yep. He fell on an airplane. The parachute didn't open. I don't he, think he, I heard that one. He uh, broke his back from a cherry picker, a tree stump thing. He got jumped by kids from delivering Chinese food and put him in a hospital for months. Jesus. Like, all this crazy shit has happened to him, right? I want him to document that here on the radio, here on the podcast here, okay? So he comes in. Now I'm all ready to ask him all these questions, getting ready to go. And, it, you know, back when camera phones first came out, I used to videotape him, and he would tell these stories. And, and it hilarious fucking content. It was funny <laughs> shit, you know? He's talking about how he'd be all drugged up on pharmaceuticals and all this other shit. But anyways, comes into the studio, and you know how he is. He's got oh, his yeah. guitar, and he's... His guitar is full of change, and he's jagging yep, around, string. and he's got one string. And so he comes, he walks into the studio, and he just starts playing. Great. Ah, whatever. It's shtick. Awesome. Rainbow, sit down. I want to talk to you. He goes, oh, no, no, no. I'm not here to talk. I just want to play. No, I want you to talk. So let's talk about some stories and shit. No, 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 no. I don't want to live, relive the past. I just want to play. Uh, I think it, he ended up walking out here. We gave him a bag of cans and he left. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, you play like one or one song or something like that. Yeah, it, did he didn't want to play. He divaed us, and so ever since then, he's, uh, I was like, you know what, fuck you, dude. You did know? you? Were you? One I of seen the him Sunday too. He's like, oh, you gonna do your radio station here? Ha 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 ha! Like he divaed us. Did you? Were you one of the ones that did that uh, documentary on him at one point with the electric company? John Nagel showed me this one. That was my great friend Sean Gaffney did that one. <laughs> it was epic. And and Rainbow had ran for mayor of Moville. That That's year. what it was. And uh, he got up and did Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> and well, first he did God Bless America, and then Mo decided. That during the fireworks at the end of the night, at the end of the weekend, that they're going to bring him up and do Star Spangled Banner. No. Well, my dumb ass wasted out of her mind when a bunch of my friends decided to wake him up 4 o'clock in the morning to go campaigning. <laughs> and, he, and the guy lost his voice completely. Oh, so he's no. trying to perform. Plus, it was dusty that weekend. It oh, was, yeah. It, was like it two, didn't rain that weekend. It was, it was two, a one-year didn't rain. It was like 07 or something like that. I can't remember what year it was. But he had lost his voice, and he couldn't sing the Star Spangled Banner, and it really fell short. Where he was, ah, and the rockets went, and he don't even know the lyrics to begin with. <laughs> but it really felt it fell short as what it could have been. Yeah, you know? Oh, man, it could have been, been gold. It could have been, been epic. Gold. And that's my fault. I, I ruined that whole campaign on him because we decided, and we were on multiple chemicals that night. Just a couple? <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it, it just figured it would 
would have been. A, it was a lot of fun when we were doing it. It was At a great four time. In the morning. Oh yeah, four or five. It lasted forever. <laughs> Grab the trombone, get the accordion. Let's go, pal. We gotta go campaign, and this is the the crucial time to get fucking votes. And he's like, it yeah, 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 okay, okay, it okay. Would be. Yeah, they hated us. They hated, they hated us. <laughs> Shut up, you assholes. Everybody's trying to sleep. Go We're to sleep. marching through the campgrounds like, vote for Rainbow. <laughs> with the, the, the freaking trombone. And, oh, my God, the hippies hated us that weekend. Absolutely. <laughs> he would have won. He would have won because that whole weekend – we were passing out fortune cookies with it said vote for rainbow on the inside oh of the my fortune God, cookies. You're kidding. Where did we you had a, get that we, from? My friend had them made. And we, awesome. we got a rickshaw from Vernon Downs and we pulled them around on a rickshaw throwing <laughs> out it, it's, fortune it's, cookies. Fortune cookies. It was great. It was a great promotional campaign. He would have won. He would have won. Oh my God. But we decided to wake up everybody he at lost 4 his voice. in the morning and. and lo- like, all right, we're no, not he voting w- for he Rainbow. No, he would have won no matter what if he lost Sabotage. his voice or not. But, yeah, I didn't mean it. I was just wasted. <laughs> it would have been great. We were sitting around hanging out backstage like, oh, you know it would be a great idea right now? If we got <laughs> Rainbow up, let's do it, dude. You know, and then. Was Nagel all about it, too? Was he with you? I don't think Nagel was with us, but there was a bunch of my buddies. That's and, yeah, hilarious. It was, um, it's funny you mentioned Nagel. He's texting me right now. Is there, I, I love Nagel. He's uh, trying to get rid of tickets to his comments game tonight if you want to I'm go. not doing that. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I got to work tonight. But we actually got to get out of here. We got to hand it off to Sean Raz in the first 52. He's got a replay happening tonight. Nice. So we're going to hand it off to Sean Raz tomorrow. Dude, I need guests tomorrow, by the way. Our, our right. guest canceled, right? Right, right. Unfortunately, she couldn't make it. So uh, let's figure. Oh, actually, my bad. Malcolm McGill is going to show up around 5 o'clock. Cool. He's a great hip-hop artist, local guy. But we need somebody for the afternoon before that. So maybe we send out a message and see what's up and usually thursdays spin out of control kind of like today and yesterday (laughs) and the day before did so i want to say once again thank you for having me this thanks for coming in bro yeah this has been great the beer is great i can't wait for the 26th yeah Yeah, come in please come in oh man tell everybody where they can find you online social medias and all that ithaca brewing company i I, I already showed oh oh you can find us ithaca beer company or ithacabeer.com uh you can find us in 15 states nowadays from maine to virginia Flower Power, you're going to enjoy it. Uh, apricot Wheat, you're going to enjoy it just as much. Yeah. You don't need many. <laughs> <laughs> it's good beer. It's yeah. great beer. It's great beer. Delicious beer. Yes. You uh, don't need many, though. Yes. It's it's good stuff. And plus, we have a lot of out-of-state listeners, too. Can you sh- oh, nice. Do you ship? Can you ship out-of-state? Uh, not in New York. It's kind of illegal. It's illegal. However, okay. it does happen from, like, beer traders. There's beer trading groups that you can find on Facebook that do that kind of stuff. Okay. We cannot do that. Okay. Right on. We do ship out-of-state to other wholesalers. So, like I said, we sell from Maine to Virginia in 15 states. Um, I'd love to name them all for you, but I'm not that geographically inclined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Maine to Virginia will be in Florida Hopefully next year we'll be in North Carolina. Hopefully next year, and here we come. Flower power, enjoy, baby. Flower power, it's great stuff, man. I highly recommend it. It's a, you know, it's a great summer beer actually. This is gonna be fun around the campfire. This is gonna yep. be fun around the pool. You say it's a great summer beer? Yeah, it's a great year round. There beer. you go. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. You were right about that, <laughs> Dylan. Thanks for coming in, man. This Thank has been a lot much, of fun. Guys. Please uh, come back anytime you want, brother. Please do. Uh, tomorrow, Malcolm McGill is going to be here, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about our one-year anniversary party yes, sir. and also the Barton Mudfest. So we've got some plans for tomorrow. You hang. Also, I want to mention really quick, Willie B says it was a great segment today. Great guest. So and also thank tomorrow you, we B. have the D-line. 
And tomorrow's the D line, and tomorrow you're gonna be talking more playoffs. You got the the national, uh, not national, but the conference championships yes, going on. Yes, and my guess is uh, Gary Evans, who is a uh, nurse up at the Siemens. Oh, cool, yep. awesome! You're gonna be talking football tomorrow. Yes, sir. And then uh, Friday, we'll be doing Back Talk at 10 a.m. with Tommy Drama. So we will see you tomorrow. Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society. Attention listeners, you can listen to this podcast and previous podcasts on demand at disruptionnetworks.com. Please subscribe to EC Radio Podcast on iTunes and like us on Facebook. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.